0: One of the silver screen's most cherished characters makes his triumphant return in Disney's spectacular all-new movie, Bambi 2. The eagerly awaited next chapter of Bambi's unforgettable story continues for a whole new generation in a film that's sure to delight your entire family. Join Bambi as he reunites with his father, the Great Prince, who must now raise the young fawn and teach him the ways of the forest. But... In the adventure of a lifetime, the proud parent discovers that there is much he can learn from his spirited young son. Thumper, Flower, Owl, and your favorite characters return, and you'll meet some wonderful new friends as Bambi's magnificent tale continues. Illustrated in the breathtaking animation style of the original classic, and bursting with enchanting new songs, Bambi 2 is truly a wonder to behold. This week on the Made for TV podcast, it's Bambi Two: Colon Take Two.
1: And now our feature presentation.
0: Ba ba ba. Ba 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 Bambi. Ba 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 Bambi two. Ba 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 Bambi two two. It's our second time recording Bambi two, and we're back. You thought that we were through, but we'll never stop because this podcast crew has enormous dedication to the movie. I'm out of rhymes. Kyle, how's it going? Good. So psyched about Bambi two. Yeah. Again, buddy. Yeah, we're here, folks. We're here to talk to you. Hi. <laughs> Hello. I don't know. What the fuck is this fucking fucking podcast? <laughs> Jesus
2: Christ. Welcome, everybody, to the Made for TV podcast. This is the show dedicated to celebrating and exploring the unique world of movies made for the small screen. My name is Kyle. My name is
0: Scott. And this is our mini series dedicated to uh disney animated sequels that are straight to dvd we're back at it we're 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 fresh off our horror minir- our horror miniseries and we're back in the world of disney animated classic sequels for the, the second time with gone. bambi 2 uh, and i'm just yes. thrilled folks if you, you may have noticed before we had our Halloween miniseries, we had a brief little, a little glitch in the Matrix that happened. And Bambi 2, we had a week that we had to skip. Bambi 2 was not released. We had some technical difficulties. Um, and so we said, hey, we'll just skip a week and we'll come back and we'll hit it hard with Bambi 2 a second time, a second recording. And that's what you're listening to right now, isn't it, Kyle?
2: Heck yeah, it is. And guess what? We have somebody. We have brought... With us through what? the first recording and now the second recording, who is so psyched to be here again to record this episode. Our guest on this podcast today, she is much more experienced than us in talking good <laughs> for a living, which we don't talk good for a living, We don't, but don't she think, does. No, definitely not. She is a radio host with her own morning show on Fort Wayne's only local country station, K105. She is passionate about Bambi, too. It's Kylie Havens.
3: Hey, hello. I am boop, boop, too boop, 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 boop. excited to be here. The number two. Excited. Good. Um, and yeah, thank you for saying I, I'm the professional one, even though I'm the one that ruined the last one. So I apologize. No, no, no.
0: It's not, that is <laughs> Pat, it's not true. Kyle ruined it. Everybody who's listening, I want you to place 100% blame <laughs> on Kyle for ruining it. It was his fault. Um. I'm going to ruin this one, though, folks, because I've been drinking before we recorded because I said, let's get wild with it. Um, So, this one also won't be released. We're going to do a third Bambi 2 recording, is the plan. I I can't wait. (laughs) Free. <laughs> and Kylie you're contracted so you're in. No,
3: <laughs> Sorry. Am, I'm so excited but I feel kind of bad because like okay we watched this movie it was like over a month ago now and so mm-hmm. I have these notes and they mean nothing to me now.
0: <laughs> but Absolutely. I'm yeah, the exactly same. Best. Did any of us rewatch it? I did not. Re-watch oh no. Oh no. B2. Oh okay. no, for okay.
2: sure not.
0: And I was the only <laughs> Bambi 2 advocate our first record. So I yeah.
2: really think that. One of my main things about the movie was just it was forgettable so we're going to see just how forgettable I thought this movie was. Oh,
1: I,
0: no. I'm so excited because truly I came into the first one like, I think I really like Bambi 2 and I'm going to be its advocate. I'm going to stick up for it. And now a month later, I'm like, I don't give a shit about Bambi 2. So I'm excited <laughs> to read my own notes back and see why I was so earnest for it. You know? Well, we
2: had a pretty good spread, I think. I think I was very medium and Kyle Kylie was very uh against and you were very for so yes. so i think that i i'm assuming we'll keep those in some general fashion, maybe but
0: maybe not maybe yeah. i won't even read what happens in this movie who knows what's gonna happen this episode folks it's a wild card episode a b- 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 wild card
2: yeah and like you said it's our first since uh doing the spooky movies so and- we're back to the Back to the Disney and I'm We're also recording
0: on the fucking twenty-sixth of October when I couldn't be less in the mood to record an episode on Bambi (laughs) Two. Like I really want to be talking about horror stuff, and instead, here I am (laughs) stuck talking about Bambi (laughs) Two.
2: Yes. See, I'm I'm starting to you, you know me being you know, just so big on Christmas that over the years I've had to learn to love the Halloween season, really, because mm-hmm. oh. Halloween for me was almost like growing up, Halloween was one day, and that's about all I really cared about about the Halloween season, right? Yeah, but over the years, I've gotten to really enjoy the spooky the spooky times. And so I now like i'm it's... I mean I've already cracked out the cracked cracked open the eggnog, I got my eggnog with a little splash of bourbon oh. in it. Nice. And I was just, last week in, what, last weekend, I was in Iowa for a wedding, and it was just nice because that's my dad's side of the family, and I was just like, you guys are my people because they already had the Christmas music going, some of the decorations out, and the eggnog cracked open, and I was like, this, mm-hmm. these are my people right here.
0: Be honest, the wedding was at the North Pole. Don't, don't. <laughs> I wish.
2: wish. <laughs> I wish it was the All right, cold. all right, cold, uh, forget
0: all this talk, Kyle, because there's a pretty important thing I remember <laughs> from the last time we recorded, which is that Kylie has her own podcast, and we never even fucking talked about it until the oh, end of the episode yes. last time. That's
3: really, it's really a podcast that really just happens when it happens. There's no rhyme or reason, um, despite a lot of people texting us saying, are you ever going to make another podcast? And, um... <laughs> So it's it's really just like a a hobby podcast. It's nothing very exciting.
2: <laughs> is it like a horror podcast? And the and it's like a jump scare when you have a new podcast. That's <laughs> it
3: kind like of part it of it. Is. It kind of is. It's called Midwest Mindset, and so it's uh, my sister and I, and it's just like us. We kind of do like a pop culture type of thing and talk about stuff like that, or just going on. In our lives, that's really it. It's kind of like it's a show about nothing.
0: Ah, I see you've taken the the Seinfeld approach to podcasting, exactly. and
3: yes. but like with the Midwest twist, uh, yes. Oh,
0: a Midwest twist, so it's conservative, vaguely conservative.
3: <laughs> <laughs> we just talk about things, you know, Midwestern things that Midwestern people are like doing. So we talk about kind of pop pop culture things from a I guess midwestern perspective where it's like we're not really involved in uh you know being living in LA and being in movies but we'll go watch a movie but we're not trying to like watch some highbrow movies we just want to be entertained and so um Bambi 2 I can't say that it it checks the box (laughs) no even though it's about deer which is very close to midwesterners you know like
0: Deer uh, gets shot in it. That feels pretty midwestern to me. I
3: guess that's true. I guess yeah. that's true. We we, we have as
2: midwesterners, that. we don't even have feelings when that when the no the bam, when the deer gets shot. Just like oh that's it. Yeah. I it's, had it's no, it's no attachment. Scenes, so
3: I was like, oh, Bambi's mom died. I guess we're having deer chili tomorrow.
0: Yeah, you, I said. I said that's yeah. <laughs> good. It'll help control the deer population. It's good that Bambi's mother died. Yeah. That's,
3: that's good. I, exactly. That's yeah. That's gotta keep the population down. Exactly.
0: I think that's pretty much perfect qualification for this podcast, being someone who's not an insider, not from L.A., who has little qualifications to discuss anything highbrow. I think that that is a perfect fit (laughs) for this podcast, which is. We just need
2: to, like, get some Bush Light and just drink that every episode. And (laughs) we're like full Midwest, you know? I would love. Have you guys ever hit a
3: deer with your car? Because people say that that's like a rite of passage in the Midwest. That's never happened to me at all.
0: I think the only thing I've ever maybe hit is I think once I maybe hit a raccoon. Mm. That's it for me. I don't think
1: I've ever hit anything else.
2: have not. I think I, like, one time, like, oh, no, that was my mom. She ran over a turtle once and was, like, devastated. Like, can you (gasps) imagine running over a turtle? Like, that's, like, awful, right? I've never hit anything. I don't think I've hit anything. Like, at well, that's all. not true. has Kyle, been
0: hit. Kyle, I was in the car with you that time we hit a hitchhiker, and then you said, <laughs> just keep going. You said, you put your finger on the gas, and you said, we'll Cars never have right away, dude. We
2: don't have to stop. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: it's, it's over at that point.
3: It was, he was asking for it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, uh, he, Carrie has been hit by a deer
0: before. She's had a full Rory Gilmore hit by a deer scenario. Is that. Oh, I've not seen that episode of Gilmore Girls. That's like one of the first episodes of Gilmore Girls. She's on her way to like her first big test at Chilton. She borrows her mom's car because she's late for school, and a deer runs into the side of the car. It's like yeah, that's exactly what
2: happened to Carrie. Wow, that's she was yeah, she like saw it on the side of the road, and it darted and it hit the side of her car, and there was like (laughs) a dent in the side with like fur in it and stuff. Is gross.
0: Ugh. Deer are fucking stupid. Let's just say it now. All right. They're stupid and yeah, it's they're fine. dumb.
2: They're bad. My uh, this is this is sad though my, so my cousin uh, used to ride in trains like work on a train. I don't think he was the conductor or whatever, but sometimes they'd have deer on the tracks while the train's coming towards oh, them.
1: No. Oh. Oh, no. And
2: what do you think the deer does? It doesn't run away to the side of the track. It just runs on the track. A, directly away from the from the train. So they frequently hit deer by just watching Ugh. them try and run away, and then they just get hit. Oh, no. And, like, I think they, they, you know, they try to stop, but a lot of times they're going pretty you're quick. Not, and,
0: uh, trains need, like, a mile to stop, don't they? Like, they can Yeah, can't that's what
3: I always heard. Yeah,
0: quickly.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's... Yeah, you're not gonna be able to stop for a deer that pops up randomly. Like, not gonna happen.
0: R.I.P. to those poor deer out there, I guess. I don't really... I have no affection for deer, if that hasn't been made clear already. I don't care about deer. (laughs) (sighs) Well, um, this sucks. I wanted to,
2: before we jump in, I know you were just ready to jump into the the episode, though. But Kylie, you're a radio host, and I wanted to, to, that is like a pretty cool job. And you've been doing it for quite a while, right?
3: Yeah, I'm about to have my 10-year anniversary, so I'm super excited about that. But Damn. I um yeah, I'm so excited. But we I work for K105, Fort Wayne's number one country station, and we have a morning show every morning. Uh it is the K105 morning show with Tim and Kylie, and so uh it's every weekday morning from six to ten country music and then we just chat in between songs and everything and we have a, a game that we play every morning. It is can't beat Kylie at eight forty five, where we give away hundred bucks if you can beat me in five general knowledge trivia questions. So I have a pretty good streak going right now.
0: Kyle, and when quit, you say get five general bucks, knowledge trivia questions, I want to see if I can beat Kylie. Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah. You, yeah, you got to call up. in and play. You totally should. It's super it's great. Fun.
2: And Kylie, like she, you're pretty good at it. Like you win most of the time. Like you only have to tie them to win, right? Yes. Like they so have do, to actually beat you right to, to get the hundred bucks
3: yep i do tie a lot because like there because is five questions it's like you if you miss one it, i mean it's already like i don't know it's pretty hard but um some of the questions i don't know why i just can remember things that are totally useless and have trouble remembering important things but it's uh it's good because don't want to give away $100 every single day. So we're keeping the budget good at work.
0: That feels like so it would be nice. a lot of pressure to be like, yeah. my random knowledge is the thing that keeps our budget in line. Like, <laughs> it kind yeah.
3: of is. It is a little <laughs> scary, damn. but my current streak as of this recording is 156 to 15, no, 14. So I feel pretty confident.
0: Nice, damn. Yeah, that's
2: a uh, real good. That's, that's pretty great. Damn. I would not do well. I am not a general knowledge guy.
3: Well, then, no. then that's probably actually way better because then you can remember the important things, which is way more useful.
0: I don't think Kyle actually remembers anything. I'm pretty sure, even as a doctor, he just Google's symptoms. That's like his <laughs> entire thing. Not
2: not Google, Wikipedia.
0: He uses Bing. Actually, <laughs> that's even better. it's like. Kyle's the I only the person computer using screen. Ask Jeeves. <laughs> Imagine your doctor, you look over and he's on askjeeves.com. Like, ask Jeeves, you. what are oh. these boils? Why? <laughs> Hello, Jeeves.
3: Why? What? Why did my doctor open a DuckDuckGo browser? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, he cares about your privacy, so he's practicing HIPAA, so he's using the doctor.
3: Oh. Yeah.
0: <laughs> doctor, I've
2: been having a lot of reflux. Uh, Mr. Jeeves, what is <laughs> reflux? <laughs> Interesting. Okay.
0: Continue. I think the uh, world would be a better place if Ask Jeeves had been the dominant search engine that made it through. I'm oh, be yeah. honest. I trust. Would Ask Jeeves. Jeeves be like
2: Google? Like, yeah. I'm gonna Jeeves something. Exactly. Jeeves maps. Yes.
0: Jeeves Maps. Imagine That's it was a nice British butler name, who yeah. gave you directions. I'd be into it.
2: Yeah, a nice butler giving me directions? Heck yeah. Or, uh, yeah, I mean, like my new Jeeves Pixel phone.
3: <laughs> <laughs> they just needed a better name so they could use it more as like a, you know, a verb. They could be like, Jeeves it. It doesn't sound as good as Google it. They just really, they won that one.
0: Hey, here's a fun fact. Listeners of this podcast, keen listeners will know I am a uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer super fan. And season seven of Buffy the Vampire Slayer features the first television joke about googling somebody so that's fun willow says oh. she'll google it and xander says yo what like as if it's a uh, something risque because no one's ever used the word google as a verb before on tv so that's fun oh, oh wow you. does
2: she yeah i'm gonna just say that she's the first the person to coin the term
0: then i could mean why be. not why not i yeah, think she could have, have willow rosenberg a.k.a. Allison Hannigan, the credit for coining Googling. What is this show? What are we talking about? I hope that comes
3: up as a (laughs) can't beat Kylie question Mm -hmm. now that I know that.
0: Yeah. If you have any sort of phone a friend and there's ever a (laughs) Buffy-related question, I'm here for you at any hour of the day. Okay,
3: perfect. Good to know.
0: Yes. Actually, speaking of Buffy, Kyle bought my daughter a Buffy the Vampire Slayer like kids book. Yeah, what did you think? She fucking loves that book Kyle. Yes. She Good. requests Thanks. that we read that like every single night now. I came that into is her awesome. I came into her bedroom and she was asleep with that book open like a TP on her face. Like she had just <gasps> fallen asleep Aww. holding it and it was wide open on her face. She's obsessed with it. I she takes after me, I guess. I don't know.
2: <laughs> That's so great. Yeah, it was in the it there's a series of books that are like Kids books, but they're basically appealing to different fandoms, and so we have one for the office at home, and it is it is an excellent book as far as little Easter eggs in there. It's just full of it. It's just full of these little Easter eggs in the background. Um, the story is all about Michael is. It's like kindergarten. They're all in kindergarten, and Michael's the line leader, and Dwight's the assistant to the oh. line leader, and um, it's just I it's just a really book. fun book, and so. Oh, you yeah. have it?
3: And I, no, someone got this for me for Christmas. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's cool. But like someone literally bought me a baby book. <laughs> They're like, oh, this, this reminds me of Kylie's reading level. Oh my gosh. That's funny. I didn't even realize like that makes sense that it's a book for kids. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, this is a great coffee table book. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you thought it was just a coffee table yeah. yes
3: but uh, no i know exactly that story i was like yeah wait why do i know this oh yeah because i own it
2: <laughs> no i just imagine you reading it to your husband at i night. should
3: i might tonight
2: he needs a bedtime story before going to bed doesn't he
3: he really does he needs He needs like some more milk and yeah a <laughs> <No> book <laughs> a nighttime a bedtime story for sure
0: I think we could all use a nice bedtime story. Honestly, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna encourage my wife to read me a bedtime story tonight, and she's probably gonna say, what "The fuck are you talking about?" And I, <laughs> she'll understand in like a couple weeks when this episode
3: goes when live. When this comes I guess.
0: out, yes. Yeah. You
3: can always listen to them on YouTube. I've done that. It's a little creepy at first, but then you just get used to it.
0: You listen to children's stories on YouTube, or you not mean not bed- children's bed- stories?
3: <laughs> they just it's like someone. They tell you a bedtime story and you just put your headphones in and it makes you fall right to sleep.
0: That's very mm-hmm. interesting to me. I, I can't, I don't know. I can't picture what it would be that would... What it's kind like of stories ASMR. are they telling? Like, yeah, Is it is like it, ASMR? Like they, what, what is it?
3: Yeah, what? I mean, they don't really whisper. They kind of talk quietly, but it's like... They might just read, like, the first chapter of Harry Potter. And so it's just, like, someone Uh, talking, and you just fall right asleep.
2: So, like, a white noise type thing, not a, like, Yes, this is the story. You know, I I just picture it
0: Wait, Kyle, do you want to hear some white noise? Yeah, can I get a venti pumpkin spice latte?
2: (laughs) 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 Oh, man. Are you at Starbucks right now, like? Dear. Exactly. Thank you buttons. for
3: taking oh, it back in good. like I totally meant to do,
0: Kyle. You understood. <laughs> wow. This
3: good.
0: this is a great episode of this show, I think, so far, guys. Well, mm-hmm. What movie were we talking think
3: it's about? Pretty him. darn good. Thank God. Well for,
2: <laughs> I have to ask though, that book, that Buffy book, Scott, was yes. it is it is it good, or I told you I read it and didn't think that there was a ton of Easter eggs in um, it, like the office one did you do you think it's good what What are your opinions? I on think there's book? a Very lot interested.
0: of Easter egg details in the drawings every single monster okay. that's in Buffy's closet at the end of the book is one from uh an episode of the show, including like some more obscure monsters in there, and then there's like things like Uh, the posters on Buffy's wall are show accurate. Like she's got a a figure skater poster. And as we all know, Buffy's really big into figure skating. Her dad takes her to see a figure skating show every year on her birthday until her 17th birthday when her dad doesn't show up. And that's like the end of the tradition. Um, (laughs) As we all know, we're all big fans of of Buffy. Absolutely. Uh, It's got specifically her favorite steak. Mr. Pointy is underneath her bed at one point, which is a gift she gets from Kendra, the vampire slayer. Uh, She's got a stuffed pig Which is Mr. Gordo, Buffy's stuffed pig that she names in one episode, I think. I fucking hate myself. I hate that I know all these stupid, useless things.
2: (laughs) I'm glad. I'm glad that there's more, because I literally thought it was just the monsters. I was like, I recognize a lot of these monsters. I... And like, I couldn't really like, I would I wanted them to like, maybe have more characters, like have Jonathan show up or oh, something in one.
0: You know, on what is the most or... meticulous detail in that book? We're going to get real nitty gritty on Buffy here, but there's Giles is in the, is in like two pages and he drinks tea mm-hmm. and he's drinking out of a teal cup. It's like the exact or turquoise cup. It's the same color cup that he always drinks from on the show in the first few seasons it's like real awesome. nitty gritty stuff that they're diving into <laughs> at that level. It's stupid. Very That's stupid. cool. That's good. Yeah,
2: that that, that makes me happy because I, I really thought it was like a step below the office one, but Mm-mm. it seems like it's good. Mm-mm. You just have to be a true Buffy. Fan you You're just not a real a filthy fan. casual.
0: Yes. <laughs> Kylie, what's your favorite supernatural television show? Go ahead. Hit us with it.
3: Oh geez, supernatural! T- I okay. I tried to watch the Vampire Diaries. I couldn't get into that. Um, starring Nina
0: Dobrev of DeGrassi fame. How could you yes. possibly not get into it?
3: I I did for a while. Then it just got to be like a little too much. Um, I like oh The Witcher. Does that count? That kind of counts. I think right?
0: that counts. Why yeah, not? I sure, love The Witcher.
3: Yeah. I'm a huge The Witcher fan. But I've Henry never...
0: Cavill is a fucking hottie with a body in that show. Oh, so yeah. he's there's... awesome.
3: He's so good.
0: I have a I have a lot of strong feelings about Henry Cavill. I think Kyle probably mimics them in that yes. he is the most incredibly on point casting for Superman ever, and he is wasted <laughs> by <laughs> writing <laughs> and direction that hates Superman. And well we're you both think he's pretty- even
3: better than uh Tom Welling Superman?
2: Okay. Oh he- He's nobody. Tom Welling is true Whoa, Superman. That's a to loaded us.
0: question, Kyle. <laughs> okay. Whoa! I can't believe I'm you sweating. would say that.
3: Because you know, I love Henry Cavill, but you so can't. Sweating. You can't beat Tom Welling. I'm so he- Tom
0: Welling is a perfect young Clark Kent casting. Okay, but okay. he doesn't really play Superman throughout the show, right? He, doesn't, he becomes he,
2: Superman at the very end when he starts flying, and then we don't get to see exactly. Superman.
0: Exactly, he's great and for Clark on journey.
2: From the yeah, as we know from the CW, Matt like multiverse, whatever happened. Apparently, Tom Welling as Superman like hung up his cape, right? Ugh. isn't that what happened? That sounds right. Sounds oh, stupid. I don't know. So. I think he did. I think you told. I didn't see it, but I thought you told me, Scott, that he like was like not Superman or something.
0: I don't know. Wasn't I mean, that, there's like, I don't know. I don't actually know that's There was some kind of true.
3: crossover episode of something, right? That he was in. Yes, later. they did a.
0: A big CW crossover event where they had, like, Crisis on Infinite Earths, and they had him show up. But he's only in, like, one scene, and I literally only watched that scene. So I don't really know the greater context around it, to be honest. I could have been wrong Uh, about what the deal was.
2: (laughs) But Tom Welling, all I really... What I really would like is just Tom Welling in his own movie, I would but love Henry Cavill is just the perfect casting and it's just so sad because it's just ruined by awful writing and like Scott said, by directors who just hate Superman. They don't like, like him. Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder
0: hates Superman. Like, it could not be more clear. He does not like Superman. Uh,
2: and we love him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Kyle and I are the only two Superman fans left on the planet.
2: No. <laughs> no, we're the only. We're we're literally like Clark Kent from Krypton. We're the you know we are the only le-
0: Superman fans <laughs> exactly. left. Exactly. All right, right now, guys. Mary, fuck, kill Tom Welling, Henry Cavill, and Christopher Reeve as Superman. Go.
1: What? <laughs> Wait. Oh no. Who do I
0: kill? I have oh to kill God. one of them. You have to. Kill one of them with a kryptonite bullet Wait, in the head. I've loaded no? the gun. The gun is in my hand with a kryptonite bullet. And you're putting it to Superman's temple. Which one are you gonna murder? Well, where right does now? Dean
3: Kane fall into this? Dean Kane is the Cain? obvious
0: one to murder, which is why I didn't no. include him in the list. Yeah, no. It's too easy of a pick. All right, fine. We just have a big orgy with Christopher Reeve, Tom Welling, and and I can't remember i Henry Cavill, and we kill Dean. Sounds great. Great. No. <laughs> no. oh. Dean Kane. Perfect. No.
1: No.
0: Dean Kane's a nut job. It's fine. We can kill him. <laughs> He's fine. <sighs> Isn't it weird that there is a guy, Christopher Reeve played Superman, but before him it was George Reeves. I always get their last names confused because they're that very is interesting. Similar. I yeah. did not know that. George Reeves plays him in like the old black and white Superman shorts. Like I'm sure nobody has seen, nobody cares about. Guys, Bambi. Who's here to talk about oh, Bambi? Yeah. Am I right? Yeah, I got
2: the. I've oh, been yeah, holding yeah, the yeah.
0: DVD in my hand for a yeah. long time. Like
2: I'm, I'm ready to pop it in. We're not
0: popping it in. We got to talk about our history with Bambi, oh, Kyle. Oh man,
2: our history. How could you with forget Bambi. your
0: history with Bambi, the world's most boring animated movie? <laughs> Here's my whole Let's- history. I'll go first. I said last time I thought it looked boring as a kid. I watched it. My only note here is that it's pretty fucking boring. That's the end of my mm. <laughs> history with Bambi. Done. One of you go. My history
2: with Bambi. Um, when I rewatched the movie, it definitely it, it definitely has that uh n- Uh, Not nostalgia, like that very charming vibe to it, kind of like Lady and the Tramp and Mm. 101 Dalmatians, where it's just it's the orchestral music kind of going along and bopping along with what Bambi's doing. And it's like just a fun soundtrack to have have behind, you know, characters doing things, which you really just don't get that vibe in any modern, you know, movies Um but my the the thing that hit me more than I thought because I really only thought I saw Bambi once or twice was the music I recognized. I kept recognizing songs when they'd pop up, and it would like throw a wave of nostalgia at me. And um, especially the the little April showers drip, song, drip drop the...
0: little April showers.
2: That's yeah, love or... that song. Love that whole sequence with pause, the rain. time
0: out, flag on the field. I want to point out that the last episode that we recorded. Of Bambi Two was on Kyle's birthday, and I just wanted everybody to know he did make the same sacrifice I did during Lady and the Tramp Two of recording an episode on his birthday, even if it didn't get released. Yeah, I wasn't gonna it bring that happen. up,
2: but uh yeah, thanks for thanks for bringing it up. I just because, want everybody to know yeah, that it, I wanted everybody you to were know fair. Too, and you so, you yeah.
0: you honored just like <laughs> I did. You spent your birthday, your thirtieth birthday, recording an episode of this podcast. I just <laughs> that thought everybody having know, to be yeah
2: deleted. Yes. And now we're now we're here here we so are that's just a good that's a great omen it to my is. 30th year <laughs> 31st year i guess yeah this that's is my fair 30,
0: that is your 30 my 31st year.
2: year i've turned 30 so yes
0: all right i'll i'll clock yeah. i'll time back back in you can continue talking about bambi. okay
2: yeah no the just yeah the the rain sequence with the lightning crashes i love that scene in bambi otherwise i really have no feelings of bambi i remember thumper's line of like if you can't say something nice don't say anything at all mm-hmm. and i think i thought of that like growing up multiple times <laughs> like it was something that would like <laughs> i would think about that line in my brain when i was about to like it's weird something is that bad. why
0: every time you and i have ever had a conversation i notice your foot thumping rapidly <laughs> while we're talking <laughs> yes. is that what's going on
2: there kyle yes okay good exactly that's my history. It's not much. Kylie, about, what about yeah. you?
3: Yeah, I never, this was one I never really watched because I I know, like I knew that the mom died in it, and so any time that like it would come up, well, this is for the first one, Um, so, you know, everyone would be like, if I was at like the babysitters, I remember she'd be like, no, you guys don't want to watch Bambi, watch something happier, or or whatever, yeah, so fair. I didn't really watch it too much, and then I tried to I watch it later on, like, when my cousins were little and I would be babysitting them, try to get them into it. And I was like, this actually isn't great. Like, yeah, I do like the music and stuff, but it's like, it's so slow. I wanted to watch it in like double time. They talk very slowly. Everything is so um, just takes a while, but I do like, I appreciate the music. Then if you watch the second one, um, yeah, it's like a little bit better. It's almost like the second one If it was just, if that was the main movie, maybe it would have been a little bit better. (laughs) You know, just on its own. And the first one Mm -hmm. never happened. It was just a fever dream. Then maybe I'd be okay with it.
0: You can call me Flower. (laughs) If you want. That's my favorite part of the movie. Just speaking of, I'm talking so slow that, that it's was interminable. A great, that was a
3: great ten minutes of the it. It is. Yeah. It's like
0: a huge pause.
2: <laughs> they just ridiculous. really took their time. They did. Yeah.
3: So I never really was like into this at all. I was like, give me something more fast paced. Yeah. This is a little. Sorry no, to all you no- Stan
0: B's in the audience, Stan but we're not. Please. Bambi fans, no. okay. and there
3: was no princess. There's no princess. That was also a major flaw in, uh, in watching it. That's true.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's about princes. Who he wants all? to watch
0: about
3: yeah. princes? No. Yeah. He Ugh. didn't
2: have a crown. What is
0: this, Dune? I don't want to watch a slow movie about a prince. <laughs> Am I right, guys? <laughs> Topical Dune. So similar. Yes, they really are incredibly. I mean, there's that big scene in Bambi where the Harkonnens come in and they genocide all of the deer in the forest, right? I mean, we yeah. all remember no, that No, my part. favorite
2: was just when the giant worm just erupts underneath every uh-huh. animal and just annihilates it. I liked when Thumper
0: was playing the bagpipes for like five minutes as a ship landed in the forest. That was <laughs> my favorite
2: part. thought it was strange when the, when the great prince, when, when he speaks, it's just this like... <laughs> <laughs> that he's just it just like, comes up with subtitles and it's it so says,
0: strange. Forest dreams are visions of the future. It's <laughs> <Yes. laughs> Kylie. Have you seen Dune yet?
3: <laughs> I have not. I'm just. It's the nodding. sensation
0: that's sweeping the nation. What have you been doing <laughs> no. with yourself?
3: I'm just nodding my head and smiling right now. <laughs> wow. <laughs>
0: I can't believe
2: I watched it yesterday. It's just it's it was just out this weekend and it's um in theaters and in HBO. Was it
0: only this weekend?
2: I'm pretty sure. Fuck,
0: I've seen it twice in theaters already. Jesus. Oh really? Yes, I saw it. I I really liked it. Yeah. It was good. I liked it too. I, I, I see everything in theaters, so it's not a big deal if I've seen it once, but I made my wife go with me to see it a second time in IMAX. Which
2: was great. Oh, yeah, I want to see it. She hated it because it
0: was so loud. She was plugging her ears. She was like, "This is too loud." Is this the
3: one that that has Jason Momoa in it? Is
0: that it? It does have Jason Momoa and Timothy Chalamet and Josh Brolin and Oscar Isaac as the hottest Dilf you've ever seen. And then, uh, yeah, it's a great movie. You should go yeah, see it. it. Is, it's on HBO. Yeah, it's you great. can watch it there. It's too.
2: on HBO Max. It is uh it's a long one, so you gotta, you know, dedicate some time. It is. But it is
0: two and like, a half hours. The
2: I love it because it is it, it it's like it's like if Chronicles of Riddick, which I love Chronicles of Riddick. <laughs> What's it's actually like Chronicle- a good movie? Yes. Yeah, it's if Chronicles of Riddick was actually good because it's this <laughs> weird universe. And it's very strange the things that are like happening, but the story. Drives it forward and they have a lot of characters That you just immediately really like And connect Mm -hmm. to and so it's just It's a really it's really fun It's really well done I'm just excited for this trilogy or whatever They're planning it's only
0: two I believe And they just greenlit the sequel today finally So there will be a conclusion To the story uh yeah Dune directed by Denis Villeneuve Is a great movie folks Go and see it I guess but watch it at (laughs) home Because this is the made for tv podcast Even though yeah (laughs) I would recommend <laughs> nobody watch it at home and you go see it in a the theater cuz the sound oh, is like so the most important part but whatever watch it at home okay It's very You
2: good. need to really see I mean how many the the one thing there's like a million shots of ships taking off, yes. right? Like it's like every other shot is just a giant ship taking off. That's which is Denny's probably way thing. better to see in the theater, yes. right? Is just to see like this massive.
0: If you've ever seen Blade Runner twenty forty nine, also directed by Denny Villeneuve it is like. That, but amped up even more of just fucking slow shots of ships. That's like half the movie is just him creating the most epic scope possible. It's great. Uh, But we don't need to keep talking about a movie that our guest hasn't seen. I just want to say my favorite part of the movie is when Josh Brolin says, you've never seen Harkonnens before. They're not human. Like he really yells (laughs) it. He gets so intense. And it's my favorite part. (laughs) (laughs) Josh
3: Brolin was one of my first ever crushes.
0: Ooh! From what movie? Go- from what? Is it the Goonies? Goonies. Goonies? I yeah. knew it had Goonies. to be Goonies.
2: Hell yeah! Oh my gosh! He's Who is Brand. He in Goonies? He's the older He's
0: brother the older in brother. Goonies. Yes, yes. Is, he is.
3: I love me the older oh the gosh. the older brother. That's my. I always like like that. That's like my. I any any movie. I'm like, oh yeah. And so Josh Brolin. I think that's where it started.
0: You said that's good enough for bro. me. Good the enough. Cool
3: older brother. Good enough. Okay, Cindy Lauper.
0: Yeah. Goonies, my favorite Steven Spielberg movie, right, Kyle? <laughs> Shut up. <Yeah. laughs> Shut up. He's a producer.
1: It
2: counts. Produced- it counts as being <laughs> his
0: movie. The producer's the one who gets the Oscar at the Best Picture Award. Come on. <laughs> should I,
2: should I, I've been holding, I'm like really tired of holding the DVD in my hand. Can I just pop this Yeah, you go to pop in. in, Bambi, too. Okay, <laughs> let's pop I'm them. popping in the movie.
0: It in, all right. Let's go over my notes from over a month ago, everybody. Uh, let's see. We start with a castle over a foggy background with some pleasant orchestral music. Apparently, it's snowing as we descend into the forest, and Bambi calls for his mother. That's right. This is the opening where he, where we see the great prince, and he's like, Your mother cannot be with you ever again, or whatever. And it's like mm-hmm. that scene from the original movie. They just play the exact same scene, which I thought of as a a real baller move. From what I remember, is like mm-hmm. we're gonna play the original scene because we're that confident that our movie is seamless with this fucking movie, right? Like,
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a cool way to start too, because it really just like it places. Because this is another midquel, right? Oh yeah, it, it is. It takes place yeah. when Bambi is young, and it's. Yeah, you know, in the middle of the story. Should we just
0: pause now so Kylie can vent about how she hates midquels? Because I feel I like that was a big yeah.
3: Lion King one and a half. No. Ugh,
2: disgraceful. It just hurts us. Deception, disgrace. Hurts me right.
1: Yeah,
3: dis- deception, <laughs> dis- disgrace. <laughs> okay, that's the only part I like. But otherwise, not good. <laughs> <laughs> If there are too many weird songs, I want the the classics. Just if they made a midquel, but put all the old songs in it, maybe I'd be here for it.
0: Two of uh, the liking one I have has two of the original movie songs in it. That's all I'm going to say on that matter.
3: It all does. Right? Oh, I don't remember that. Well, it's, it's got, got Hakuna it Matata,
0: and they show a no, different no. angle of I just can't wait to be king. So
3: no, no, no. I'm talking about like, can you feel the love tonight? Um, it actually
0: has that too, doesn't it?
2: Um, Does it? It.
0: It has Timon that it has singing his part, awesome, right?
2: Yeah, it has the awesome transition yeah. into it, right? It I just think?
3: has too much Timon yeah. and Pumbaa. They were like my least favorite, like part of the whole thing.
0: Now that is a bold opinion yes, on the Lion King. <laughs> <Woo>. <laughs>
3: Timon
2: and Pumbaa What'd you think are about the, the Lion King? Part. Well, it was
0: okay, but I felt like maybe we could have cut Timon and Pumbaa. as <laughs> <laughs> Pumbaa <laughs> guys are we really dragging. We we i don't didn't know nathan lane was a tad much for me <laughs> yeah.
2: ernie sabella really was just the worst as poomba right you know just give me Pumba.
0: more of matthew broderick that's what i want please uh,
3: maybe it's the 90s kid in me i wanted the jonathan taylor thomas i, I right. like well, that yeah. nobody
0: can fault you for that because jtt is a legend <laughs> and an know. icon most famous from his appearance in Smallville, obviously, where he plays the meteor freak who can split in two. I think he's in two episodes, actually. Kyle, you remember him?
3: Oh, I don't remember. Uh,
2: Sort of? Is that like season three? Three or I so think it so is maybe
0: season early, three. Right? It's while they're still in high school when he first shows up. He's like an honor student who they're like, how does he manage all of this? And it turns out that he can oh literally split Rip, into two people.
3: Is. I will be watching this tonight.
0: You absolutely should. <laughs> yes. I remember it ending at a dam. I just have a vague memory of the finale oh. of the episode being a dam. And I'm like, why is there oh, even nice. a dam in Smallville? What the fuck is this? <laughs> like, <laughs> What scenario is this? Yeah, what? where's where's the Smallville dam for the like eight hundred people who live here? What is this? <laughs> Speaking it's hard of to dam, watch Smallville
3: now because of the one girl and her weird. Fold, yeah,
0: yeah, Allison, yeah, from the Nexium yeah. sex cult. Yeah, Nexium. Allison, Mack.
3: it's hard. There's a dark cloud.
2: Allison Mac, it's yeah. I mean. She, what did she really do? Just like she branded a couple, she pe- a couple branded people, people. They were asking uh, for with it. Their initials and
0: I could have, I could have sworn that. that today's social media age was all about branding. So I don't know what yeah. we're all so upset well, about. Where was
2: the fault there? Yeah, yeah. You know? yes. They just wanted to lose some weight, and you know they tried some unconventional methods, which is starvation. Yeah. I think right. Yeah, and, yes.
3: their body, their choice.
0: Yeah. <laughs> sure. I think that's yes, the only it. thing stopping Kyle and I from doing a Smallville recap podcast is we don't it's want to have to talk Alice about Alice and, Mac. and Mac for yeah. eight seasons
2: straight. Avoid it. It's like yeah. we have to put like a disclaimer on every episode. Like, I
0: would. Alice, I Mac. would love or to do. We a, could
2: just like.
0: I think oh, it would what? be a lot of fun to do a podcast where there was like a minute dedicated to every episode of just shit talking and Mac.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and now we've got the Alice and Mac minute.
3: The <laughs> Mac Minute, I like that.
2: Yes. The Mac Minute.
0: <laughs> Should we do this guy's? Totally the three like
3: of she, us. Yes, act like she totally just didn't exist. Like never mention her part, and just like act like any time that would she be minute, so just...
0: <laughs> hard because she is so integral to the yeah. plot. Yeah,
2: so integral. She's like the watchtower at the end. Like that's what her like nickname is. Like she's right. like. In char- not in charge, sort Ugh.
0: of. I don't know. She's our exposition dump of every episode. It'd be so hard to talk about anything. Whew. But like I was trying to transition earlier, speaking of damn, my next note on this movie is, damn, this animation looks good. It looks mm-hmm. good. I remember it looking good, everyone.
2: Yeah, it does. <clears throat> it looks It looks great. They had a lot of pressure to make it look like top tier because they
0: wanted it to Top look, tier? You know, it's... Or Top Deer. Good, yes,
2: Top Deer. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Um,
0: Yeah, it looks great. It looks great. great. The Great Prince, who is now voiced by Patrick Stewart, whose voice I loved, if we'll recall, um, takes Bambi to like a cave. Any Patrick Stewart fans among us? I mean, yes.
2: Yeah, from X Men. and not a Patrick
0: Stewart? I don't fan, know. I know. mean, who doesn't like? Yeah. Maybe people haven't seen X Men or Star Trek. I don't really know what else he's in, other than those two things, off the top of my head.
2: I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I love Pat. I love his voice in this. Oh, um, he's so good. But we, we had a little bit of contention at the end.
0: We do have some contention. But I but... I would like. I watched this movie. I remember I watched with headphones, and with headphones, it was like being embraced by a an an oral hug. Oral. <laughs> Oral. It's very hard oral. to say oral. Oral. Oral.
2: oral. oral is oral hug, and that's like... Well, that's it a came from strange. his mouth. It was <laughs> oral, old. but my reception <laughs> of it was oral. <laughs> An oral oral. This, yes. this podcast is
3: going to have to have the little explicit E next to it.
0: Don't worry. Oh, yeah.
2: I click wet that. willy. The devil's wet willy. Is that what you call it when <laughs> yes. you just like use your tongue?
0: Yes. Sure. <laughs> Is, is that a thing? I've never heard.
2: <laughs> I don't of know. It. I just made it up. It's <laughs> probably something wet terrible. Wet I mean, I'm gonna, look, I'm gonna search de- the, devils. <laughs> the devils, the devils wet Willie. I think you're gonna Willy. get some
0: rule thirty four of the devils wet cock or something like i really don't want to see this
3: can that be the title of this episode nope yeah. it's
2: uh it's it's not trademarked
0: it's ready to go oh my so i've uh, perfect that's
3: your phrase kyle the that devil's wet whenever willy I have to write, you
0: use your tongue to give a wet willy whenever i have to write like the description of the episodes i never know what to put but i'll just make sure to mention the devil's wet willy in this one be good. <laughs>
3: that's gonna get so many subscribers
0: absolutely this show's about to pop the fuck off um <laughs> (laughs) All right, guys. You're going
3: to have to get merch. Yeah. Oh,
0: there we go. We finally can get merch. You mentioned last time your sister wants merch. We'll get some Devil's Wet Willy merch. merch. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Perfect. I
3: love it. The
0: Devil's Wet One-Eyed Willy. We'll tie it into Goonies (laughs) while we're (laughs) at it.
3: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I love
0: it. It'll be Josh Brolin licking One-Eyed Willy's (laughs) fucking ear.
3: I don't
2: know. No, it's going to be given. Oh, Josh Brolin giving a Wet
0: Willy to... D- D- Henry Cavill. Oh, yeah, okay.
3: Dean Kane.
0: There we go. Dean Kane deserves it. Fuck you, Dean Kane.
2: Jonathan Taylor Thomas. That's what I was trying to say. He's giving his, yeah, whatever. <sighs> All right. Okay.
0: Friend Al shows up and the Great Prince asks him for help finding a doe to raise Bambi. God, I don't want to talk about this movie. Friend Al suggests uh, that the Great Prince just be a fucking father and take care of Bambi himself which he agrees to do until spring. Um, And then he goes and sits with Bambi, and finally the opening title comes up. We're 45 minutes into this podcast episode. We're just getting to the opening title. That's a good sign. Um, (laughs) And there's a song performed by Alison Krauss, which, uh, mm -hmm. yes, There Is Life is the song, which I vaguely remember what it sounds like. I vaguely remember it being a very stock, pop country sounding song
2: yes we talked we talked about this i can summarize well i didn't like it i didn't like the song because the song is talking about all this hope and healing Mm -hmm. you know the there is life is the the lyrics like there's life the colder the winter the warmer the spring the deeper the sorrow the more our hearts sing and i was like I felt like Bambi should have been involved in the song and Bambi wasn't. It was mm-hmm. just like him sleeping and it was the, the going through winter. And so it just like he wakes up and doesn't talk about his mom for a while. And so it just felt like they were just trying to breeze over. Okay. You're gonna just grieve while you sleep and the and it's gonna become spring and we're all gonna be...
0: And fun. this is where I remember pointing out to Kyle the concept of theming in a movie and how you have to state your theme in the opening of the film as well and that they're not breezing over it because they extensively go over Bambi's trauma. And then I played the trump card of being the only person with a dead mom so Kyle couldn't possibly <laughs> argue with me uh, and that he has to just accept that everything I say is correct about what it's like to grieve your mom uh, and that this movie's a masterpiece. Five stars, end of December. Discussion, guys. Let's move on. End of episode. Are we done? <laughs> no? All right. We'll keep going, I guess. Did you have any thoughts on this song? Yes, Kylie. Kylie. you're the expert on country I, pop music, right? Tell us. What do you yeah, think of this it song? Just,
3: uh, it didn't do it for me. Um, <laughs> I, And that's really all. I just remember I didn't like it. I honestly can't remember what it sounded like, but I feel like that is a good indication that it was not a good song. It just seemed unnecessary, too long, once again, dragging everything out, and I was not a fan.
0: Well, I wish I could argue with you, but I can't. Uh, Once the song ends, Bambi (laughs) emerges from his little log cave, and he bumps into his father, who chastises him for sleeping in. Mm. Bambi is hungry, so the Great Prince digs him up some roots, and they don't look appetizing, and they do that classic parent bit of this is gross have you ever tried it no then how do you know it's gross just try it and your kid won't do it because kids are little assholes right kyle yeah yeah <laughs> good you heard it cash and cammy i got him to admit it right here <laughs> uh oh,
2: man here's a here's a great thing though because the so So I have always been like I'm gonna try something. If I don't like something that I eat, I'm gonna try it over and over again until maybe one day I'll actually like it. Right? This is just a weird. You're like this too, Kylie. Awesome. I do the
3: same thing. Yeah.
2: Perfect. Because like, why I eat
3: tomatoes now sometimes because I try. I'm forcing myself to like them.
2: Yeah, tomatoes. Well, I used to not do any tomatoes anywhere, and then Mm -hmm. I just started adding it i like to eat tomatoes with things i still really can't just eat a tomato yeah. sometimes the cherry tomatoes if they're small enough i
0: can oh my but gosh really yes.
2: like pretty much I, a tomato has to be in
0: something i love to a tomato eat, on like a sandwich but it has to be warm that's my thing i don't uh, like when they're like warm i don't like a when i bite into like a hot burger and it's like a Frozen tomato on top, oh. like a cold <laughs> tomato. What's a
2: frozen? People do it. What do you
0: mean? If you go to a restaurant, like fifty percent of the time, when you get a sandwich, it's like a fucking like it's half frozen still, or it's still cold from the refrigerator. Yeah,
3: it's like I want it to be yeah. warm. I like the tomato coldness.
0: Cold. Yeah, I like it's the weird. I like
2: a the cold no, tomato. I don't like a, with a cold the tomato. Cold lettuce on the warm Mm-mm, burger. No, oh, I like it
0: all warm. Mean. I want my food that's warm to be warm. That's it. Dot, my daughter tomatoes are like her favorite food she'll eat like a hundred cherry tomatoes in one sitting if you don't take them away from her she is obsessed with cherry tomatoes yeah it's a nightmare um well well carrie is not this way and that's why you're always you're always telling her just try gluten you might like it
2: just (laughs) get over it It
1: it's
2: fine you don't have celiac it's all in your head it's all about how you feeliac Alright, so quit
0: <laughs> pretending. That's what you say to her.
2: Yeah. No, she she like one time she was like, I hate pickles. I was like, when's the last time you had a pickle? And she looked at me, she goes, You know, I don't think I've ever had a pickle. And I was like, What <laughs> in the world? I like as like the farthest I could not believe that. So I made her try it, she didn't like it, and I'm fine with that. You know, she you know, tried, you know. The
0: least surprising thing I've ever heard is that Carrie didn't like Kyle's pickle. Am I right, Kylie? I'm
3: fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, explicit. Put it in put it in the description hey
2: man can you can you take that out of can the cut episode this, man he's this just, out <laughs> this can you edit funny. that part out
0: man i know it's all jokes but that really wasn't funny so can you please dude just that, cut that wasn't out? actually
2: dude that was actually funny <laughs> so so we were we were in iowa with my people remember right yes, and my aunt people. says yes my aunt, my aunt says she doesn't like eggnog which is a red flag in our oh, family but she's like is. you know that's but, a fight but, right
0: there if you tell yeah. me that yeah
2: but she uh she's like, I, I try it every year just to see if I like it and I don't. And so and it just felt so good. I was like, Oh, my people, you
0: know. Oh, yes. nice.
3: That's good. At yeah. least she
0: tries it. I am I try to be like you two, but I am closer to Carrie, where I am very quick to just dismiss something because I tried it once when I was six and didn't like it, you know? Like mm-hmm. I won't eat shrimp because I had shrimp once. When I was in kindergarten and I threw up because it was bad. And it's like it <laughs> oh. makes me... It had spoiled.
3: Yeah,
0: and it's I like... Love I can't eat it now because it just makes me think about how gross that felt that one time. But I do want to like... I try to get over it. So I didn't like pickles. I was like Carrie, but I've, I've overcome that. I like pickles nice. now just fine. Good for you. And yeah. You know, I'm working shrimp every day. Shrimp is one that
3: I made myself like, yeah.
0: I wish I could. I don't really like any seafood that I've ever had in my entire life. I'll be honest. I can't think of <laughs> uh, any uh, seafood I've ever I'm eaten where I've been like, yeah, I like that. That was good.
2: Like, you're not a fan of oysters, those just slurping down
0: a... I've never enough. had an oyster yeah. because you they are like edible like fucking boogers. Like they look so fucking gross to yeah, me.
2: Yeah, I see boogers, man. Ew. Oh.
3: <laughs> I think you're just not... You got to put like a ton of butter and cheese and like cook them so they get it like a little hardened and then you can do
0: oh. it. Why don't I just and I and love it that things way. that? I Like, like Oysters I love
2: it raw, Rockefeller.
3: Though. That's what you need, the Rockefeller.
2: Those Rockefeller mm. ones are fantastic. Oh, too. yes. Oh. They're
3: good. No.
2: Fresh oysters are are like top-notch, though. Like going to Seattle, getting some fresh, raw oysters. Oh.
0: Like, this sounds so mm, gross so <laughs> to me. It just doesn't even sound like something you're supposed to eat to me. It just sounds
2: I love it because oysters, like, you cannot describe an oyster. Well, yeah, right. Like you cannot tell somebody, "Hey, let me tell you all the good things about tasting this oyster." Like there's no way to do it because what is it? It's a slimy thing that you just put in your mouth and you just swallow it. It seems right? like the food Except equivalent of
0: Have you ever had a cold and you snorted back really hard? Like that's what, <sighs> like that and feeling. That's kind <laughs> of the con- <laughs> that's the consistency. It's
2: kind of like mucus, right? Yeah. It's not. I, I I when I I do take a bite of the oyster before i swallow it so i i am a i'm a biter i guess Ew. you would say so but i love oysters so good i had a in seattle i had an oyster shot which was like oyster and oh, vodka that yeah. was that was fun all
3: right. nice
0: all right i'm gonna throw up once the song ends <laughs> bambi emerges from his little log slash cave and bumps into his father oh i already read all this shit sorry guys
3: Hold on. I <laughs>
0: um all right the great prince says that they need to head south to check on the other deer uh and when bambi's too exuberant in his excitement he tells him that he needs to chill and act more dignified which bambi tries to do uh as they make their way along and he keeps embarrassing himself i guess um and there's the part i wrote that i like which is where he wants to jump the log like his dad does and he keeps repeating two when he's counting down, like one, two, three, or whatever. He's like, one, two, 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 because he's too scared to go. I thought that was scary. yep. That's it. All right. Uh, and then they arrive on a cliff where they look down at some other deer, and Bambi wants to play with them, uh, saying that his mother always said it was good for his development, but the prince is like, leave that shit in the past. Let the past die. Kill it if you have to, like my boy Kylo Ren says. Uh, and then the (laughs) prince tells him to focus on moving forward and on that note they have other spots to check and they head on out and on their way through the forest Bambi bumps into his old pal -thumper. Thumper and there's a nice moment of him Um, getting completely submerged in the snow while they're walking. I don't even know who him refers to, and I don't remember. I'm assuming Thumper. (laughs) Uh, This is a great episode on Bambi 2. I think fans of Bambi 2 are going to be really happy with this one. Uh, Thumper is hiding from his siblings so he can get out of taking them to see the Groundhog. Classic shenanigans. And they find him, and they insist that their mom says he has to take them. Uh, he points out that she can't make him, but then she shows up and she makes him. And at this point, the Great Prince calls Bambi to come along, but suggests that maybe he just stay and play with his friends when he notices that Bambi's kind of struggling to keep up. And Bambi is torn between his feelings of wanting to play with his friends, but also wanting his father's approval. Right, guys? Mm. Yeah. It's a very... Hey Arnold, Snow Day episode theme, you know, that classic episode where Arnold's grandpa tells him, "The trouble with kids today is they're all play, no work ethic." And that's that's what Bambi's feeling is the way that Arnold felt. I'm going to tie It's this like when I was a to kid hey Arnold and today I knew I,
2: you know, I knew be, if my dad came home and I was playing basketball, that'd be great, but really I was just always I was always in the yard with my lightsaber, swinging lightsabers <laughs> around with Yanni. My, my good friend. Mm. And so what? Like I'm sorry, that, what know?
0: nationality was Yanni? Oh, he's Greek. Oh, thank I know. you. Yeah, that story was sorry. incomplete without that details. Yes. That. Ah, that's some, I can imagine uh, your dad coming home and just knowing your dad. I can feel the little bit of a little sigh when he realizes his son's not going <laughs> to yes, be a basketball that, player oh, he's <laughs> not
2: playing basketball he's playing lightsabers oh great i'm raising a wonderful nerd. Good. i'm raising <laughs> a big nerd no um, my dad was always supportive but yeah he always yeah uh, sports sports were
0: number one kylie which is good I right like now what's your favorite star wars movie go
3: Oh no, you guys are going to make fun of me cuz it's not the cool thing to say, but I'm sorry, it's Return of the Jedi. Um I Oh, yeah, there I are a lot it.
0: worse answers. Return of the Jedi of the bad Star Wars movies is the closest to being good. So, okay. I think it's a pretty I know good it's answer.
3: supposed to be <laughs> Empire Strikes Back. That's I love that one, but it's always since I've been little, I always watched Star Wars and it I used to also play lightsabers when I was little. And it was always, I think because of the Ewoks mainly, they got me, which is also uncool, but sorry. No, it's I, fine. I, I can't Ewoks, Ewoks are you
0: like. great. I'm, I'm Ewok lover. Are you an Ewok <laughs> guy, Scott? You like Ewoks? Here's, I'm, on the whole, I'm pro-Ewok. I think they're a little too dominant in the movie. I think that they get a little yeah. too much focus, but I'm not against Ewoks as a, a race. I think Jedi <laughs> is a flawed movie, but I don't think the Ewoks are its biggest problem. Let me put it that way. All right. If I that, just
3: love a happy fair. ending. Yeah. Not the the forest moon of Endor, very cool. My,
0: I'm I am one of those Empire stands because I think it has the best looking cinematography and the best mm-hmm. character arcs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I love a movie that's like kind of horny, and Han and Leia are pretty horny in that movie. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. The whole time. <laughs> And I love it.
2: Um, yeah, I love an Empire Strikes Buck. I mean, back, yeah. sorry. Oh, um, yeah, my fa- that's my favorite of the Star Wars movies.
0: Jedi, my only problem with Jedi as a movie is just that there's really nothing for Han and Leia to do the whole movie, like in terms yeah, that's of true. character growth. They're just like done yeah. after Java's Palace.
3: <laughs> that no that is true. They I would say I think they're my OTP. Um and mm-hmm. I think he he was definitely my first crush before Brand from Goonies and um oh. yeah.
0: I mean Harrison right? so Ford so as Han kind of Solo is the hottest anyone's ever been in a movie.
3: So no, like that's you can't fair. get yeah, better that's than true. that. <laughs> yes. No, you really can't. Oh. I still, I have my same like Harrison Ford, my uh, Han Solo action figure from when I was little. I still have it on my shelf. Awesome.
0: Yeah, I think Jedi yeah. is like the one for kids for sure. That's my yeah. My daughter's favorite is Jedi. I think it it's has so the good. most like. It's probably because it's the one where they're the most coked out, but it's just like the most like. <laughs> Just crazy <laughs> shit going on where you're just like, all right, I'm love, into it I, if you're a kid.
3: Yes. I love a revenge, though, like the revenge plot, like Jabba the Hutt. That was awesome.
0: The first, I love Jabba's Palace. That whole segment, I think, is like 10 out of 10. I love yes. everything with that. It's it's only once we get away from Jabba that I think the movie falls a little bit. Mm-hmm. But it's still it's still good. It's At least you didn't come in and say like, Fucking Attack of the Clones! Or Attack something. of the
3: Clones! <laughs> of, oh no, no, no! I don't really watch the uh, prequels at all anymore. Like, I just I can't. Uh, you know I'm a
0: big Jar Jar fan. This is uh, Jar Jar P- a pro Jar Jar. You're not Jar Jar a Jar Jar fan.
3: fan. I'm not. You know who's a Jar Jar fan is Drake. Drake's a Jar Jar fan, of course he is. Jar Jar fan. Drake likes Jar Jar. Drake is whoever any character in a like in, in anything that's like the comedic relief. So like. He loves Kramer and Seinfeld. Like he's always—that's always his thing. So he's Kramer.
0: Totally. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's Kramer and Jar Jar. He's a big fan Kramer of Kramer. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. I was gonna make a joke about Michael Richards. This real life. Uh, oh yeah. Incident. But pursuits. I'm not gonna make that. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
3: yeah. Oh yeah. I see how those two things now kind of do coincide. Um, and it has nothing to do with that. His love no, for God. either character. <laughs>
0: And for the listeners at home, Drake is, I don't know if we've already said, can't remember.
3: Yeah. Drake is my husband and he works with Kyle.
0: Perfect. Just wanted to yep. f- clarify for anyone who's listening, who's, yes. uh, who's thinking, Drake, you mean Aubrey <laughs> the Graham of Degrassi the fame?
3: The Degrassi. Yeah. <laughs> this is our second Degrassi reference.
0: The Drake. This I'm going to make a way to make a third one before we're done. Don't you fucking worry oh, about good, that. Good. Maybe the gun will come back out, and it'll be the same gun that oh, that uh, Tricky Ricky uses to paralyze Drake in Degrassi. Oh, uh, that's our gun that yeah, we've been using this whole we've time? We've been using the same gun that Rick from Degrassi uses when he goes on a school shooting in Degrassi.
2: <laughs> we have a gun that we use sometimes on this yeah. show, Kylie. I don't remember if we used
0: oh. it Oh, we before. used No, no, no. We used it because when we played the game... Kylie was going to be shot by the gun if she didn't win, I think was the horrific stakes that we had.
3: I don't remember that. That seems like something that would stand out to me, but I don't remember that.
2: You probably won. no, Because we probably played against each other, and I usually lose. Yeah. So I don't
0: know how to break this to you, but she did lose, and we did shoot her, and recording this podcast again is her being trapped in hell. Um, so you wow. are in oh, no. hell. Is I'm dark. in the second
2: ring. Yes.
0: Oh, jeez. All right, Bambi... Oh,
2: Bambi 2.
0: Bambi 2, guys. (laughs) Bambi, Thumper, and all the other animals make their way to see the groundhog, and along the way, Bambi tries to convince Thumper that he and his father are just best pals, uh, which is a real (laughs) bummer, because they're not. I know. They (laughs) They bump into their friend, Flower, who they try to wake up from hibernation to come see the groundhog. Um... And now that they have the whole squad assembled, they gather around uh, the groundhog's tree. And unfortunately, the groundhog is too afraid to come out of his hole. While friend Al is trying to coax him out, Bambi bumps into, is it Faeline? Is that the name of the girl?
3: Yes. Faeline. Yes. Yes. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, and Bambi is failing some kind of way. You know what I'm saying? When he sees mm-hmm. Uh, And they flirt a bit um and friend al eventually gets the groundhog out of his hole and right as he opens his eyes the clouds block the sun and they get rid of his shadow which means that spring is here and um i guess friend al begins singing like a a little ditty about how spring is here or somebody begins singing a little ditty i did not put an antecedent with my pronoun of he so i'm not sure who it is (laughs) um the ground oh wait the spring song yes
2: I put groundhog. All right, then groundhog I singing.
0: I just put he starts singing. So I didn't know if I, I was I like this scene with one. the
2: groundhog. Like it's kind of fun cuz he comes out and you're like he's totally going to see his shadow, right? Yeah. And it's like cuz there's he's just about to open his eyes and there's a shadow and then right when it happens it's like cloud cover, right? I've never
0: I don't understand why the groundhog rules are what they are. Cuz you would think seeing your shadow would be like, oh, it's yeah. sunny. Spring is here. So what the fuck? Yeah, is- because the clouds
2: are gone. yeah, you know o- o-
0: o- so there's- why is it that not yeah. seeing his shadow means that spring is here? Is it because rain clouds? Maybe I don't know. It doesn't make sense.
3: But- it doesn't. And then like does he have to be afraid of his shadow or just like acknowledge that it's there? like because I mean in in real life, when it's like pucks to Tony Phil and he's checking out, like how do they know? like, oh yeah, he saw it. I don't really that doesn't make I'm- sense.
0: I'm currently googling. I'm starting how to doubt the, the scientific merit of using a groundhog to determine the seasons, guys. I'm starting to think that yes. maybe it's not in uh, an accurate system. I don't know. No. Well, you know. No.
2: Well, you know what kind of you know what it kind is. of forest animal or you know you know what kind of deer makes a great weather forecaster, right? Rain. That's a reindeer. Oh, I mm. was gonna
0: say uh, awesome. a deer with Doppler radar. That's what I was going
3: to say. That was good.
0: Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. It was really, so bad. It was good. <laughs> I felt really proud of that, honestly, off the top of my head. Uh, <laughs> good. How, what do uh, Let's continue to derail while we're at it. What are your thoughts on the movie Groundhog Day, Kylie? Hit me with them.
3: I, that is one of those movies that's like it's one that everyone has seen except me. I've never seen it.
0: Outrageous that you have not seen that movie. That's, there are
3: like two random movies that always come up. This is one of them, and the other one is Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I don't know why those two always come up, but I have not seen either one.
2: <laughs> I, which one would you pick for her to see? If she had to see one, I would probably pick Groundhog Day. I would
0: not, but only because I think Ferris Bueller's Day Off is the greatest American comedy film ever made. So really? oh, It's kind of hard for me to <laughs> pick anything else. Uh, when I think of everything that defines... What I think is funny in a movie, it's Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I think every second of that movie is funny. And it's one of those movies that I've seen like a thousand times. And the last time I watched it, I saw it at the drive-in. And as I was watching it, I was like, oh, this is just the thing that informed all of my comedic sensibilities. Like, it's everything that I like. So it's literally like one of my top five favorite movies of all time. So I would probably. I'm gonna
3: watch it someday. You'll hate it. now. I mean it's too built up.
0: You'll never like it. Like I can't even (laughs) recommend you watch it when I tell you that I think it's the best fucking comedy ever made. There's no (laughs) way you're gonna watch it and be like, "Yeah, I agree. That really checks out."
3: (laughs) This is it. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I've ruined it. But you're gonna hear.
2: You're gonna be like Bueller, Bueller, Bueller." Bueller. and you're gonna know. You'll be like, "There it is. That's yes, Bueller." I've heard that
3: so many times. Yeah, there's probably like a ton of quotes from movies that I've never seen that I use their quotes all the time. Like, there's one, and I still couldn't tell you what movie this is from. It's from a movie, but I always say this, and it's the, I'm walking here. I don't know what it's that from.
0: That is from Midnight Cowboy. It is Dustin Hoffman <laughs> <It's> mid- is <laughs> yeah. walking with- um, That's so random. <laughs> I know. Well, it's hey, it's one of the top 100 American films, according to the American Film Institute. Um uh, oh. But he's, it, it's- uh. It's him and oh my, John Voight. John Voight plays like a like a male stripper oh. in the movie, and or not a male stripper, male prostitute. Sorry, and uh, <laughs> basically Dustin Hoffman's being his like Airsats pimp, and they're walking together, and a taxi almost hits him, and he hits the thing. I'm walking here. So there you go. <laughs> yes, tell you the moment. That's exactly what it is. I'm glad that I knew the movie. It's a great movie. I yeah, really like it. I'm
3: glad. Okay. Uh, I'm glad that, that uh, i I'm been informed of that now.
0: Perfect. I'm sorry I ruined it for you. Maybe I should have just let you live on in uh, <laughs>
3: never blissful ignorance I mean, bliss. I, could have, yeah. I could have Googled it at any point in time. That's I just true. never. I, one day I just thought, like, I say that an awful lot for never having seen whatever it came from.
0: You know what? I'd like to apologize for mansplaining that quote to you. You know, that's on me. That's no, it's
3: fault. it's okay. I asked for it. <laughs>
2: I do you like time loop movies, Kylie? I
3: I I'll watch them. They're not my favorite, but I'll I'll watch them. Like I can't even That's what
2: Groundhog Day is. Oh yeah, it's oh, like yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's the, it's like time, time, loop the time loop movie, yeah.
3: Right. Yeah, and yeah
0: it's, like I, it's I a like good
3: one. um what's what's the one and it's like a newer um Happy Death this. Day.
0: Okay. Yeah. That's the yeah, the horror movie. That that is very yeah. Groundhog Day inspired. It's like a horror yeah. comedy. I mean it's yes. it's like a slasher I like comedy. I don't know what the fuck you call yeah. it. Yeah. But yeah. That's a good movie. But yeah, that is if you like that, I think there's do you like Bill Murray? I mean I do like Bill Murray. Yeah. Okay. Well then if you like an eighties Bill Murray movie, then you'll probably like Groundhog Day. He's great in it. It's probably his best movie. I'll give it
3: a shot sometime for sure.
0: You think it's his best movie? I don't know. What else is the competition? I guess yeah, it's like he's not he's like better.
2: At, he's not better in Caddyshack, you know. He's funny, but he's not like. And
0: Caddyshack is like not a, a better movie than Groundhog Day by even a correct close. Correct. It's even close. Yeah, um, so.
3: but his brother was in, um, you know, Family Vacation. So That's true.
0: His brother is also. I feel in, like, um, Wayne's World as uh, Noah's arcade owner, Noah. Um, What is his brother's name?
3: I feel more familiar with, is it, some uh, I can't think of what it is right now, but I feel more familiar with his brother's work than Bill Murray's work.
0: That's (laughs) wild. That's a wild (laughs) thing to to feel, but I like it. I respect that opinion. (laughs) I wish I could remember his brother's first name, but I can't remember it.
3: Um, it's not important. It's He's just a good Bill actor Murray's too
0: though. Brother. I mean, yeah, he, he's, he's a pretty good He was in a TV
3: show too as someone's like he was the boss I think in another TV show that I used to watch. I can't remember it, but yeah, he's great. He's a treasure.
0: Well, welcome to the Murray Minute, folks. Our Bill Murray and his <laughs> brother, yeah. the Murray podcast. Bennett and their Mac Bennett. Next we'll be talking about <laughs> F Murray Abraham and his great role in Amadeus. Um all right, let's continue, guys. Bambi, Thumper, and all the other... Oh, no, I already read that. All right. Where the fuck am I? Um, <laughs> uh, we declared spring. Okay. He sings this song, and it's short-lived yes. uh, as a young buck named Rano. Or Rono? Ugh.
2: Rano. Rano. It's definitely Rano because the Ugh. because my stuffed animal as a kid, I named him You Rano. named your Wait. stuffed animal after this piece of shit? I had a dragon. I had a no. dragon, um, a, a dragon... Uh, uh, Beanie Baby, and I named him Rano. So why
3: you named him after the villain of Bambi? No, 2?
2: he was around before Bambi Two. Was I never he? saw Bambi Two. Rano was, yeah, I'm sure he was. Why would? What, yeah, where did Bambi you get the name out, what, Rano from? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I don't. I don't know if I knew any Rons. You know, it's like oh Rano, Rano. I don't know. I don't know how I got Rano. I don't. Maybe know. it was <laughs> I don't on the tag.
3: Get it.
1: Uh,
2: the- Rano the dragon. I'm just searching on Google to see if a thing comes up. Yeah, that's a good idea. Up.
3: Yeah, the Ty official account. I don't know why in my head the thing that keeps coming up is Rano nucleosis. <laughs>
2: what? Like nanonucleosis not- Yes,
3: but it's Rano. I think I was trying to remember. I had a bad case name. of Rano nucleosis,
2: <laughs> and this dragon was the way. When I you make out with,
0: with your stuffed dragon, you get Rano. <laughs> Rano <laughs>
2: nucleosis. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> also, I'm just now realizing, guys, I'm sorry, I couldn't help it. I looked up Bill Murray's brother, and he has two yeah. brother actors that I recognize. And now I'm curious oh, if really? we were talking about the same one. Um, what did you say that the one was in that you liked?
3: Uh, Christmas Vacation.
0: Okay, then it's got to be Brian Doyle Murray. Has got to be the one. But then
3: there's another. I, there's a TV show that's. Oh,
0: like, is he the? Is he the? Oh my gosh, he's the boss. I had no idea that he. Yeah, yeah, he's related.
2: The boss. To, <laughs> that's
3: awesome. Yes, he's the Jelly of the Month Club guy.
0: And then, yep. and then his other brother, Joel Murray, is in Mad Men, which is what I was thinking. Of, oh. I believe. Yeah. He, so there it is.
3: Who's he in Mad Men? He's I the. Even think of that.
0: Okay. Do you remember the guy? Um, I think his name might be. Freddy in Mad Men or maybe he pisses himself oh. at one point. Um he's yeah, like an older yeah, guy yeah. who Peggy is friends with. That is Bill Murray's brother as well, Joel Murray. Oh. So, look at that. All right. He's not in Shameless, is he? Is he the No, the dad the, in Shameless the is The dad or who who are you going to say? The, no, the No, no, no. The dad in Shameless is um
3: That's yeah. Um, no, no, William he's H- in Mason.
2: Shameless. Yes. It's not that dad. Oh. He's the dad of the girl who's like like really like sexual and like traumatized by her dad like trying to make her like pure oh jesus um yes
0: is that the one whose mom is joan cusack is that yeah
2: eddie jackson oh uh, okay that's what i recognize him goodness gracious why
0: why are we still what have i done what have i done what have i done okay (laughs) um okay uh rano tries to scare bambi uh he thinks it's hilarious and doesn't get why everyone else is leaving. Uh, or maybe he tries to scare the groundhog, I don't know. Rano introduces himself and his horns, who he has named Stab and Jab, to the group. Um, he tells them that he just saw a man in the woods, Gasp. Uh, He tells them that the man tried to trick him by sounding like a deer, but he knocked him out. And they're, like, explaining what a deer call is, basically uh the others are incredulous and rano takes offense because he's like i did see a man and they're like no you didn't you fucking liar uh and then he challenges Bambi <laughs> to a fight and before the fight can begin rano's mother calls him away and rano's a little biatch so he leaves uh soon all the other animals are called away by their families as well and bambi's like that kid who's left at school because his mom is late to pick him up or his dad i guess is late to pick him up uh, and he's just left. Yeah, his him. mom's dead, yeah. dude. She's very dead. She's never going to pick him up. Uh, and then no. he's left waiting alone for his father to show up and get him. So he lays down and and he quickly drifts off. And he has a dream of his mother, which is a very pretty looking sequence that I remember. Uh, and in the dream, he asks why she had to go. And she explains, everything has a season where one thing falls, another grows, something new and wonderful, which is them tying in that same theme from that song earlier where I totally pwned Kyle and we all agreed that I was right and he was wrong uh, <laughs> she she assures him that even when he can't see her or hear her she is always with him it's a beautiful scene and I'm tearing up just thinking about it guys um, was
3: that supposed to be him like really experiencing her in dear heaven or was that just like a you know a random dream it's a
0: good question ooh I, liked, I took it as a dream. I I think in movies dreams are always like, fifteen percent more magical in real life. So I can believe that it is like a message from beyond. You know, mm-hmm. like that's kind
3: of what I. Well, okay, not to take a trip to off trackistan, but
0: no 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 um, no. Keep it off track. We want it off the track. We're like a <laughs> we're like a train where everybody's dead. We're off the tracks. Let's go.
3: <laughs> oh no. Okay, in the movie Titanic, at the end. Where she's like, yes. kind of dying. Do you think that's her? That's it's like the same thing. I kind of got the same vibe in this movie. No, she dies I and goes to heaven that at the end. First time. She, she dies. That's and what goes I to thought, heaven. but then someone tried to tell me it was like, oh, that's just her dreaming, and I no, got the same vibe. And in, in I've Bambi been too. in
0: this argument with people before. No, she fucking dies. Really? That's the point of the end. <laughs> okay, Actually, thank yeah. you, <laughs> thank you. Okay, no, I'm
3: with you. I'm with you. That's Good. what I got from Bambi too as well. He like he experiences mom in dear heaven. <laughs>
0: I think I choose to believe he really did get a message from his mom from beyond because she seems to have mm-hmm. more knowledge than Bambi would have. Like Bambi, right. I don't think he yes, would have the exactly. internal monologue of, Oh, everything no. that dies has a new season and something wonderful comes from it. Like that's not a message he that, know that Bambi exactly. would have. Yes. So I'm with you that I think he does. I
2: kind of think okay. it's like, uh, like Harry Potter in the end where Harry Potter dies and talks to Dumbledore yeah. and then he's got like a horcrux thing and he comes back mm-hmm. I think that's kind of what Bambi I think Bambi actually died and then You think he comes Bambi back has
0: a, a horcrux, horcrux. <laughs> imparted on his soul from the hunter that killed his mother Yeah, I think so. <laughs> oh. I you know the hunter was that's aiming for Bambi believe. but the bullet ricocheted off because of his mother's love. And yeah, exactly. Awesome. Yeah. And then the guy who directed Bambi came out with all that transphobic stuff later. I think that's what happened, right? If we're tying it back into Harry Potter? Okay, I just want to make sure. Yeah, all right. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, R.I.P. J.K. Rowling. Um, I was
2: trying so hard to come up with a pun for J.K. Rowling's name, but I can't. Oh, no. J.K. Dow- Doling is what I was do- going to go with. Do-ling? I guess that's
0: something.
3: <laughs> there's, no- there's nothing there.
0: I feel, like it's- I feel like there's something there. but mm, I don't think there's so. nothing there. None, none of us are going to get it. So let's just move on, I guess. I'm with you, though. What are your feelings on Titanic, Kylie? What do you rate it?
3: Uh, I watch Titanic so often. I wrote actually my college, my senior year thesis paper on Titanic. So I've watched way too much of it. Um, but i I love it. It's so you know
0: good. what? I'm a Titanic defender, so I'm right there with you. I love Titanic. I think it's a great movie. Yes. Hell yeah. yeah. Awesome. Who da- are there Titanic haters there are, out there? Who I mean, there's not? people I... who run in the yeah. sort of douchey cinephile circles that I like to run in on the internet that would talk down on Titanic. But... Oh, great. I
2: would oh. love to be part of those circles. Yeah. Let's <laughs> invite them to listen to this podcast. Would <laughs> they would freaking love it. Now,
3: dude. The people that it, are in my life who are Titanic haters don't really hate the movie, but they, anytime I want to, like, I bring it up, I want to watch it they're just like it's too long every time no, it's too it's long it's
0: not long I enough like i love Titanic. exactly
3: i want more it's what happens what? i need the whole jack and rose in heaven scene next yes
0: absolutely
2: <laughs> i want to know what happens to jack when he floats down to the bottom of the sea and and is rescued by the little mermaid mm-hmm. and he,
0: that's what happens you know? they,
2: what if it what that if, would be if that happened what
3: There's if he just whole... floated down and There's a whole missed opportunity in the, like, reboot society that we live in where they, like, don't do a what happened to Rose in the whole time she was, like, out living her life. And then she could be getting, like, messages from beyond from Jack so he could, you know, still be in the story. You know what I mean? There's something This just
0: sounds like... The worst movie I could ever imagine, but I would go and see
3: it. <laughs> Just, <laughs>
1: so, and see it would be it a
3: was. series because it'd be like every every episode she's like trying a new thing that he mentioned that they should do to get like that he yeah. wanted her to do in her life. So she's like, Okay, today I'm gonna go ride the horses or whatever it was, I forget. And uh so then he's like telling her and she could have flashbacks or something, so he'd be included. But I think that would be that's you know it's what's, a missed opportunity.
0: Here's a weird thing about Titanic for me. When I was growing up, I shared a room with my stepbrother, right? And we mm-hmm. had like three DVDs and it was like The Matrix, the series Firefly, and Titanic. <laughs> like we watched <laughs> those three things like a million fucking times. We used to just watch the <laughs> Titanic really- DVD all the time It's an eclectic together. mix. Yeah. <laughs> so I've seen it. I have watched this romantic historical drama like 50 times with my stepbrother which is just a weird dynamic
2: I so think. So it's satanic <laughs> it was Firefly, what was the third the one? The Matrix, Matrix trilogy.
0: We love the Matrix.
2: The Matrix okay. Yeah. Very. Because there's two of one. those three movies like heavily feature a ship so I was yeah. wondering if you just love
0: ship <laughs> movies in they general. They all do like, really. I mean Firefly has a spaceship, the Nebuchadnezzar is a major Yeah thing the Nebuchadnezzar there it the is. The Matrix yeah so we love ships we're big on ships. Absolutely <laughs>
2: Ship and ships. We ship ships. We ship Whatever. ships.
0: My OTP is ships and me. That's what I say. Um, oh, jeez. <laughs> I just want to shout out Titanic. My favorite moment in like the whole movie is like Jack being just like, Fabrizio. I just want to say that's what I think about <laughs> Titanic. I just think of Leo saying, Fabrizio.
3: I, that's love-, it. Oh. I love where she goes, and drops the diamond in the heart of the ocean into the <laughs> water. but she makes us
0: <laughs> I put the diamond on the I it when coat, they walk down the sti- And I put the coat on, on her. That's my other favorite line <laughs> in the movie.
2: I like it when they walk down the great staircase, because I went to one of those Titanic... Museums Ooh. once and walked down a staircase with nice. It was awesome. Could oh you hear gosh. the? Could you hear Brands the in Missouri, in which head? I don't recommend going to. But what <laughs> do you say? It's got. No,
0: I was just asking if you could if you felt the music in your ears as you walk down the. Uh, yes, absolutely. absolutely. All right. All right. Back to Bambi two guys. Um, uh. Yeah, Bambi wakes up after dreaming of his mom um, to a eerie voice in the woods saying, "I am here." I am here, which is very creepy. It's the deer call. This is so creepy. He thinks it's his mom. Yes. <laughs> he runs off towards it. He ends up in the same clearing. I think where his mom was killed. Um, and then some dogs set upon him, and it's a man trick. Uh, some birds yes. go <laughs> flying out of the trees. They- I love.
2: I love the the calls. It's so creepy. Yeah, I, I thought it was my just part, so yeah. like. Yeah, I thought it was so interesting that they just put in Adele's voice from "Hello" mm-hmm. to, as the audio. Just
0: "Hello." <laughs> it's and, crazy that she recorded it for this movie and it didn't take off for like twenty years. Yeah, <laughs>
3: that's wild. So wild. Yeah,
2: yeah. But uh, no, I I love. It's just like, I don't know. It just it just gives you a perspective you didn't know that you didn't have. Right? Like, what does the deer call sound like? And it's just like this sweet like hello, hello, and like he goes running yeah. off and yeah, that was cool because it was so
3: it. eerie. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. that was good.
0: Um, some birds go flying out of the tree and they alert the great prince who swoops in and fights off the dogs. Uh, he pushes Bambi and the two run away just as the hunter's about to take a shot at them. The great prince is angry, but he's also worried and then the two head off to home together and there's a sad moment where when they get home where Bambi says to the great prince, he's like, She's never coming back, is she? And you're like, ooh, don't know. Ooh, yeah. Sorry, kid. Um, and as it begins to rain, the great prince goes to see friend Al to request he find a new home for Bambi since winter is about to end. It's the opposite of Game of Thrones. Winter is ending. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah,
2: winter is ending. <laughs> is this the thunder? Is it, has there been thunder yet? Because I had a major point Maybe. on the thunder just, in there. Just
0: say your point, whatever, okay? Who cares? <laughs> Who cares?
2: <laughs> I want to be correct. It's a
3: free for all. In the sequence,
2: Scott, <laughs> Just means a lot to me. Well, I
0: didn't write down anything about fucking thunder yet, so <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's
1: okay.
2: <laughs> okay, it's the, yeah. No, the thunder in the original being the symbol crashes is like just like I mentioned. I love the rain scene in the original Bambi, and I love the orchestral music. And in this one, the thunder is just regular old, plain old. Thunder sound effects. Yeah, but you're and forgetting
0: that they have Adele again, and she starts singing. I set fire. <laughs> it's true. To that the was rain.
2: fire. Yeah, that was a great. Yeah, yeah. that part was really good. <laughs> I thought. So yeah, missed opportunity to add some of the orchestral things that I think would have been a fun callback to the original. And added some good
0: flavor. I think the more distance from the original, the better. Sometime later, Thumper's sisters look for him while he and Flower hide in a log. They bump into Great Prince, uh, the Great Prince. I'm sorry, guys. My notes were terribly taken. uh, Who gives them judgmental eyes before he tells them that? uh, Before he tells Bambi to stay in the den. Uh, Thumper and Flower notice Bambi's upset about being left behind, and they offer to help him. Be brave to impress his father. They think the key to being brave is to be scarier than whatever is scaring you, and they teach Bambi to growl. Uh, this is where I can't remember. There's like a running gag about Bambi not being able to growl, right? Like, yeah, he
2: he like tries and he does his bleat. Yeah, you know, that's he like, right. He's does like, does like a the
0: bat. Deer bleat. Bleah. Bleah. It's like <laughs> yes, um,
2: and. Cash was cracking up at this scene. He loved it so much. He was just chuckling so hard when Bambi was just going, Bleh! I almost forgot that Cash
0: watches the movies because we've been talking about horror movies for a month.
2: Oh, he watches those too. He just can't sleep afterwards, traumatizing. You make
0: him, him but... watch. He says, Dada, please no.
2: <laughs> yes, we have to get you the Cash's You point his eyes corner. toward
0: Halloween and you say, see anything you like, Cash? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just yeah. sitting here with Halloween on my desk while we're talking about Bambi 2. The DVD is still on my desk, for Halloween. It's making me sad. I'm gonna get rid of it. That was the side <laughs> of me throwing it because I didn't want to look at a better movie. Um, hey, Kylie, what are your thoughts on John Carpenter's Halloween?
3: Um, I have not seen it for a long time. I don't watch it every Halloween. I'm more of a I like to watch Halloween episodes of TV shows.
0: Mm. Well, as the world's biggest Halloween fan, I would say you're m- missing out not watching it every year, as someone who watches it twice a month in October. Oh Wow. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I would say you should watch it. But what are your Michael Go-to Myers, Halloween yeah. show episodes? Good.
3: I, this is, it's so random. I, I love, okay, I, sorry, I, I'm a 90s girl, I grew up watching all things Mary-Kate and Ashley, and they have this episode, um, of their TV show, it was two of only a kind? on very, is it two, yes, is it, Two of yep, a Kind, very yeah. briefly, the Halloween episode, they have, in, like, their babysitter who's in college, um, mm-hmm. has a Halloween party, and in my mind, when I was little, that was like the epic, the most epic Halloween party and I was like someday I'm gonna have a Halloween party like that or I'm gonna go to a Halloween party like that I've Can I yet tell to you achieve Kylie that.
0: you're in great company yes. because I love the show two of a kind yes uh, it's such Big a fan. good
3: show Yes, I yes. try to watch that yes. at, at Halloween time. I have not watched it yet this season, but I'm definitely, it's hard to find it anywhere. It's like you have to watch it on YouTube. So. Yep,
0: absolutely you do. Uh, we will yes. someday do a Mary-Kate and Ashley mini-series on this podcast, oh so we gosh. will have to have I you back. I think we, we
2: were even miniseries. planning on it being in May, right? Like Possibly. This May, yeah, sure. Like oh Mary-Kate and Ashley month, I'm right? sure,
0: That's Kyle, amazing. that you came up with that joke, and I don't know if you told me or not, but I love it, we're doing yeah. it. <laughs>
3: That's, it's good. I love that. That's one of my favorites. I think it's great. And like I said, it just reminds me, like that's what I thought, like to have a cool Halloween party, that was it in my head.
0: Do you ever have, so, do you ever have like random lines from a show that stick with you? Because for me, there's a line from that show that is like, I haven't watched the show in like fucking 15 years probably, right? Right. But I, I have the line burned in my head where this one side character is like, Who's ready to party like it's 1999, which I guess it is because it was the year 1999 when it aired. And I don't uh, know why, <laughs> but that is burnt. every time I'm like, I want to be like, let's party like it's 1999. I think about that fucking guy.
3: In oh my, head, my gosh, that's good. Ridiculous. I I don't remember that. That's awesome. But I do randomly think about from time to time the fact that there is a character that they referenced very often. Um, but I don't think we ever saw this character and he had the most random name. It was like someone that went to school with the girls that they had a crush on. Mm-hmm. Do you remember? You remember the name?
0: I don't think I remember his name. Okay. But I might when you say it.
3: Pokey Valentine.
0: <laughs> Pokey Valentine. I that I name.
2: That's, that's the type that. of Valentine you don't want to get.
3: I think about that too often. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that Valentine was Kind of pokey. <laughs> <laughs> Something wrong with that. I heard
0: Carrie got a pokey Valentine when she said she didn't like pickles. Uh... <laughs> oh,
3: my God. Pokey Valentine. I don't think we ever met this character, but they referenced him all the time.
0: Oh, great. I think we need, we need a modern era show that is just about twins, We don't have any modern content that really dives into the phenomenon of twins and the antics they can get into.
3: Like, I so wanted to be a twin growing up because of Of Mary-Kate and Ashley. And today's kids will never understand. No.
0: We had Mary-Kate and Ashley, and we had Tia and Tamara Mowry. Tamara. Who were on Mm -hmm. uh, Sister, Sister. Like, there were two different running twin-themed shows. What a great time to be alive. Twins are fascinating, you know? Yeah. They really are.
3: Twins are great. So cool.
0: That reminds me of uh, in The Office season six when Jim and Pam are getting married. There is a (laughs) scene where Michael's like hitting on a woman and Dwight comes up and is like, Michael, I found twins. (laughs) Twins. And he's like... He breaks it off with of the girl he's talking to. He's like, you understand. They're twins. And then they go, and it's just like two fat dudes sitting at a table. And Dwight's like, don't you just I love, love a good pair of twins? And I'm like, yeah, I get it, Dwight.
3: <laughs> I love that. Dwight is me. Like, just, oh, my gosh, twins. So cool. And it's all because of mary Kay Ashley.
0: Woo. All right. Back on Bambi 2 after yet another tangent. Uh, um, <laughs> Flower accidentally, like, sprays out fart. Juice while trying to demonstrate growling, (laughs) which is a great moment. We all laughed. Um, Bambi keeps bleeding while they walk around practicing. They accidentally happen upon a porcupine who lives in a log. Uh, They run away in fear until Bambi sees the great prince and decides he's going to prove himself. Thumper runs off to get get the Great Prince's attention while Bambi tries to get past the porcupine. His efforts end up just pissing the porcupine off, though, who attacks him and knocks him into the river. Uh, Bambi manages to hide under the water to avoid being judged by his dad, uh, but he is feeling down. Uh, Faline and Rano are walking nearby, and they hear Bambi crying out as he pulls needles from his butt from the porcupine. Faleen runs off to try to help, which makes Rano angry because he says he wasn't done talking about himself, uh, which is a great line. (laughs) Rano starts mocking Bambi for being a coward uh, and tries to force Faleen to come with him. And then Bambi, with Thumper's help, stands up to Rano and knocks him into a puddle. Uh, Rano is enraged, and he starts chasing Bambi and Thumper through the forest. He ends up chasing them to a big gap, which Bambi manages to just barely leap across. Rano is too afraid to jump, um, but it is what it looks like, but he actually backs off because the Great Prince shows up, I guess, um, and then the Great Prince starts to chastise Bambi for leaving the den, but finds himself too impressed by Bambi's jump, to be that angry, and they head off for home. Uh, yeah, he's
2: got that nice little moment where he's like, where Bambi like he like compliments Bambi, right? He's like, I couldn't do that at your age. Yeah, and like it's like just a cool little moment, and you can tell Bambi really like, yeah, like that's the first time his dad has yeah. said anything. Kyle nice really
0: connected. It was like when he <laughs> finally shot a basketball and he almost made it, and his dad said, "This is the first time I've ever been proud of you, son." Please put that lightsaber away. Please stop embarrassing me in the yard.
2: <laughs> you, know, you know what the funny thing is? So my dad grew up in small town Iowa, right? We're talking a lot about Iowa. Uh-huh. But that's where I was this, this yeah. past weekend. I was in a small town. But he, like, was in a small high school. He did everything, right? He was in band. He was in choir. He played football, basketball. He went to state and basketball. Like, my, like... My dad's very different than me in that he was, like, an athlete that was good at sports, right? I was not and ended up going into show choir, right? Whoa, 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 whoa. But Are you like, trying to
0: say show choir's not a sport, Kyle? Because, whoa. I don't know about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Show choir's a sport, It's a sport, man. and we got sport, third place dude. in state, so I think you were probably pretty good at it. at it. Okay? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Heck, yeah. I played show choir, man. I played show
0: choir. Go on.
2: No, but I distinctly remember when I won Homecoming King... I was like, my dad was like, ah, man, I, you know, I didn't win homecoming king, but I was on homecoming court. And I was like, that was like, felt like the first thing I ever did that he like didn't do. Like, cause he did everything. Cause I did all these things too. But like, it was like the first thing where I like maybe did something more than he did. Cause like, you were like,
0: get fucked old man. The future is now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the king now. I know am coming, King. You now. really sigma'd your dad. You really showed him who that <laughs> chat was. Yeah, Kylie. I don't but... know if you've ever been into Kyle's parents' home's basement, but my—I no. uh, don't think so, my yes. favorite picture of all time is a picture of Kyle playing <laughs> basketball as like an elementary schooler, maybe middle school. <sighs> And it's like his dad on the sidelines, like yelling. <laughs> he looks like Bobby Knight in the picture. Like my dad was just <laughs> so Bobby like Knight. Yes. He was like our. He was
2: like my basketball coach for AAU, you know, and like oh, yeah. he was he was the like intense coach that yells like the whole game. That I was can't my dad. see
3: him being like that. Oh yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. It was
3: that's I, funny.
2: Yeah, he was uh, he was a great basketball coach, you know? Like uh, mm-hmm. basketball coaches to uh, do that, they know how to fire up the team and get things going and he was a great basketball coach. But man, I I think he'd have like a stroke if he did that, now. <laughs> I don't know.
0: Like,
3: <laughs> yeah, he seems so laid back like a kid. It's the
0: most it. intensity I've ever seen on his face is wow. in that picture. <laughs> so <laughs> that's why I love it so much. <laughs> All right. Guys, um they head off for home Ronald tries to make a jump tries to make the same jump and he falls in the mud because he sucks uh and then it's the next day and bambi and thumper practice their long jumping while the great prince watches from the trees friend al shows up and offers to call off the search for a doe uh but the great prince apparently has not changed his mind still the great prince blows past bambi and thumper who don't know why he isn't impressed anymore he goes to stand on a hill silently, and Thumper encourages Bambi to ask what he is doing. Uh, as Thumper puts it, parents love it when you ask lots of questions. Uh, the Great Prince teaches Bambi about observing and how he is feeling the forest, like with his hooves. He's being very I'm probably, I'm sure I said the exact same thing last time we recorded. Um, i don't remember you mentioning toff well maybe i didn't but that's my first thought is somebody feeling the ground with their feet i think of toff from avatar <sighs> you must have because yeah. it's just too obvious it, it just is yes um bambi is impressed and the great prince invites him to come along as he does his rounds in the forest which gives us a new song the first sign of spring by michelle lewis um.
2: yeah the first sign of spring and it's like been spring for a while so it just felt like this song was just out of place <laughs> but
0: it's Didn't about their spring of their relationship Kyle uh... Bambi and his father are in the winter of their emotional bond where they're at their coldest and bleakest and this is the first sign that his father is opening up to him like a budding flower then the, why is it spring Cause already? Have it be winter and then go move into spring. Listen, the seasons don't always move in this exactly parallel to our emotional journeys, Kyle. All right. <laughs> I don't know. Because it's I don't I don't I don't have an answer for you. I'm just telling you what the song is meaning metaphorically, not literally in the movie. Obviously, it has been spring in the movie for a while. So it is misplaced on that level um yes um i guess it's mostly bambi and his dad bonding as he gets better at being a deer i don't know how you can be bad at being a deer um and then
2: (laughs) you could just die get shot his mom
0: sucked at being a deer
2: then his mom Mom, was really bad then mom terrible deer the great prince's whole thing is that he's just been alive longer than all the other deers so he's probably just like a cow like he just knows to run before everybody else does. I don't think that's the but case. But doesn't
3: he, though. like, heard the... He herds that, like, when there's the... The... A man. And doesn't he, like, help them get out or something? He's like... I forget. It's he been does, so long. He does some
2: cool stuff. Yeah. He does some cool stuff for sure. He does. But, like... I think the reason why he's the great prince is just because he's the oldest yeah. and wisest. He is what he does kind
0: of have the advantage of like observing from afar, yeah, which is like That's an easy dumb. way to not get shot to make yourself separate from the rest of the deer. Like people yes. are less likely to be looking for you off in the distance. <laughs> um, yeah, um, and as the song goes on, Bambi inspires his dad to start being more playful. You know, whatever. It's the classic father son shit that classic story arc uh the song ends and they go back to their log cave thing and bambi's so amped for their day he can't sleep and then he brings up how his mother uh is resting and he really brings down the mood and they both lay down but they each steal a glance at each other before closing their eyes to sleep because they care about each other guys and it's beautiful the next day, the great prince and Bambi walk through the woods watching for trouble and they and they start play fighting. Uh, their play is interrupted by friend Owl, who is now like, hey, I got a new mom for Bambi. And the great prince is like, ugh, uh, ugh, Ixnay, I changed my mind. I don't want Bambi to get a new mom. Bambi, I decided I'd be a
2: dad, a a good dad, maybe. And then
0: Bambi's all butthurt about it, and he's like, I hate you. My
2: dad doesn't want me.
0: Boo-hoo. My mom's dead, and my dad doesn't love me. Boo-hoo. Get over it, Bambi. (laughs) Welcome to the club. Yeah. Um, People
3: have bigger issues. (laughs)
0: Welcome to the club. It's fine. My dad mm. will never hear this podcast in a million years, so I think I can say whatever. He's our number one
2: listener. That's true. He, he texts me all he the does. time. My dad texts me. Like, don't you. tell Scott. That would be don't tell Scott, insane but I love if you the were podcast. texting my
0: dad. You two would have nothing <laughs> to talk about. Uh, That's
2: what you think, but. You're maybe- not.
0: <laughs> You're big into alcoholism, and. Jeez. Uh- <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. My dad's not a drunk he doesn't even drink that much according to him <laughs> I d- all right guys so. um all right <clears throat> i like this scene when the prince <laughs> house because i like that the great prince immediately is like oh shit i know i fucked up And he's like, as soon as Sprandall shows up, he tries to be like, Bambi, why don't you go over there and not listen to this conversation? Like, he's trying to hide the truth from Bambi so his feelings don't get hurt. Um, Bambi wishes that his mother were here instead of the Great Prince, and then he runs away. Which I guess uh, the Great Prince is like, fine, whatever. He's like, I am a shitty parent. Go away. Uh, He decides Bambi does need a mother and that a prince shouldn't be raising a child, and he goes away. He walks off. Oh, I have so much. I have, like, a page of notes still. Ugh. Some... You do? I have, like, eight bullet <sighs> well, points Well, you don't have to write things. down the yeah, whole plot, I- Kyle. I that's okay. true.
2: That's true. <laughs>
0: Sometime later, I'm going to speed. I'm not even going to pause for a second. I'm reading through this last page in one go. All right. (laughs) Sometime later, Bambi says goodbye to his friends who make it clear he's going far away. His father leads him to his new doe, Mena, and tells him a prince must ignore his feelings uh, to do what's best for others. Secretly, he's talking about himself. Bambi leaves, but not before turning back to give his dad an affectionate rub slash hug thing. Uh, The Great Prince looks on Resolute and slowly walks back into the forest. Bambi and Mena walk through the woods where Bambi bumps into Rano. After Rano starts talking mad shit, Bambi begins fighting him, and he kicks the crap out of Rano for a minute. Uh, Unfortunately, Mena comes to break up the fight, and Rano uses the distraction to slam Bambi. Bambi then knocks into Mena, who accidentally steps into a noisy trap, which alerts hunters. They hear dogs coming in the distance, and Mena orders the boys to run. Mena is a real one uh bambi is at first frozen with fear but begins to run he quickly turns back around though determined to be brave and help mena he bleats slash attempts to roar at the dogs drawing their attention and guiding them away from her as they chase him the great prince shows up and frees mena who points out which way they went bambi runs past flower and thumper who take out the dogs who takes who take out one of the dogs with flowers fart spray bambi then leads the dogs to the porcupine's log where he launches the porcupine into them to take out another one two dogs remain uh who chase bambi into the into the big open clearing from before and he hides into the grass he uses his hooves pause Pause. okay
2: the grass in the meadow looks really cool animation is top notch in this meadow with the grass agreed
3: and the yeah the yeah 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 that was good
2: okay you can continue i just had to just had to point that out
0: He uses his hooves to sense the dogs like his father taught him and avoids being pounced on. Eventually, he leads them to a rocky mountainside where one dog falls to its death. He attempts to knock the rocks onto the last dog, but it is to no avail. The Great Prince sees Bambi cornered and all hope seems lost, but Bambi summons his courage and he fucking kicks the dog right off the cliff and yeets it to its death like a badass. (laughs) Everything is calming down, and the Great Prince and Bambi are about to reunite when the rocks give way! Bambi falls unconscious to the ground. Everyone fears the worst, but he awakens after his father nuzzles him, and the two have a touching embrace under the moon. We fade to some time later, where Thumper tells an embellished version of the dog chase story. Bambi shows up like a stud with budding antlers and shares an accidental kiss with Faline. Friend Al calls them Twitterpated, which is the Bambi universe code, for horny rano shows up trying <laughs> to be a smug shithead but embarrass himself embarrasses himself and gets bit by a turtle everyone laughs and bambi says he has to get going because his dad is waiting for him he meets up with his dad who takes him to a beautiful hidden clearing his dad explains that this is where he met bambi's mother when he was about bambi's age in a scene that is confounding because of, to this point we have Felt no connection between the Great Prince and Bambi's mother. <laughs> Bambi asked what he was like back then. And the Great Prince says, actually, I was a lot like you. And we get a rad-ass sweeping circle shot of them together as the music kicks in. We fade to a butterfly landing on two plants growing through a log together. One big, one small. The end. Bambi too, folks. Kablam! Nice.
3: Wow. <sighs> Nicely done.
2: Oh, is that one breath too? Yeah.
0: I've been doing one breath for the whole podcast. That was my
2: first exhale. Wow. I knew you could hold your breath pretty long. I didn't know. That's pretty great. There it is. I guys. had a couple notes on all right, all Give of me that,
0: their right? notes. Give me your thoughts on those scenes, guys. Bambi
2: is pretty freaking cool when he's standing up to the dogs, and I I just love it when he's fighting dogs. He fights dogs in the in the beginning, uh, or in the in the okay, first Michael movie.
1: Beck.
2: Yeah. The girl- oh gosh dang it That's
0: again classic kyle and his love of animal spider
3: <laughs> love of am- animal torture animal on animal crime
2: what is wrong with me that i love animals fighting I don't specifically dogs I don't like no it. It, not in real life just cartoon ones anyways well if no, you have the great prince it, fights I mean. him <laughs> yeah i don't bet money have you heard of cricket fighting what? No, no, what is that? What? There's like Korean, I think it's Korean, cricket fighting. Like, it's like chicken fighting, but with crickets. They like know. put them together and they like brush something on their back and they freak out. Ew. And they no. fight each other. Wow. I can't, de- I can't like- decide if I, if I think it's humane or not. I'm pretty sure it's not, but it's bugs. So, like.
3: Yeah, know. it's also cricket. Like, I think the beta fish fights might be worse.
2: Yeah, that, that is sad. But it's a fish. It's probably just all beta. I don't know. Don't make the
3: fish
2: any, probably forgets. But yeah, it's a cricket fighting is a hobby and gambling activity involving the fighting of. Male I just crickets. feel like
0: there's better things to gamble on. I'd almost rather gamble on flipping a coin than gamble on two crickets fighting. Like, <laughs> <laughs> a shit that well, point. I guess
2: ap- according to this Wikipedia, cricket fighting rarely causes injuries to the animals. You just. Piss him off and make him fight for a second. <laughs> What's the point? How what does it that? win? I don't know how do we find out the winner then.
3: That's good though. Maybe it's
0: they're, like a little sumo ring it. and they have to knock the other one out of the ring. Like, and that's who wins. Whichever cricket is still in the circle, you know, it's not like a, a fight to the death, but more of a push the other one out type deal. I don't know. Huh.
2: Cricket, it's illegal in China to gamble on cricket fights, but the fights themselves are legal. How
0: is it? What? Maybe, I guess, just gambling is probably illegal then. In- probably,
2: yeah. Seems weird. I don't know. That's, that's interesting. Uh, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah, I think Bambi's cool when he fights the, the bloodthirsty
0: yeah, dogs. Yeah, you were talking about how you like seeing animals harm each other. I think that's what it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: Thumper makes an appearance at the end with his sisters, and I just really hated that Thumper doesn't do any thumping in this movie.
0: It's true. Mm. You make a good, an extra. And wasn't there a, a missing constant- sister?
3: There's a missing sister. I feel like I remember. There, right there
0: was a missing. week. I think in the wiki they talk about how he has one less sister. But you know, the forest <laughs> really is sad. cool. It is in
2: the, the weekly wiki. The, one of the trivia is that in the original Bambi, Thumper had five sisters. In this film, <laughs> he only has four. Though, she
1: got, given, she got it
2: in a dog. <laughs> I pie. love this theory. I love the yeah, I love this theory. Though, given how Bambi's mother was hunted down by man in both films, it is possible that she unfortunately <laughs> fell victim to him. So they're just like throwing in their own narrative that the man <laughs> oh, killed
3: That is editorializing.
2: One of Thumper's <laughs> sisters.
0: I feel like wow. it's probably pretty likely that any group of six rabbits, one of them is going to die, like pretty young. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I can go ahead and just oh. accept that one of Thumper's sisters is dead.
2: I do think Especially it is Especially if they're given they, to a family for Easter. Yeah.
0: Then yeah. Oh
3: yeah. Classic.
0: I think that they could have had Thumper use his thumping to like knock a rock down on one of the dogs or something, you know? Like what if the ice yeah. was cracking and he thumped his feet on it really hard and broke it to get one of the dogs.
2: That'd be cool. I just wanted him like in the original, he's like thumping when he's talking, you know? Like he mm-hmm. like it, it like breaks tw- up his speech. Yeah. And this one there's just no thumping. He's just done with it lame lame
0: boo um, kylie any said. thoughts on that last 30 minutes of bambi that yeah, i just I'm trying to just through?
3: i'm trying to just go through my like overall notes from when we first watched this and see if there's anything um i think really my overall feeling was number one why does bambi's dad have a british accent um all
0: princes are British. Done. That's easy. I didn't obviously. get that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I didn't
3: also, think about that. yeah, that was just one of my issues. Um, and then the whole thing kind of seemed like a Lion ki- like dollar store Lion King. Like if you ordered Lion King from Wish, um, mm-hmm. this might be what you get. Like there were some similarities between like him trying to become the king or like a a deer or whatever that part kind of was like, it seemed like they ripped off some parts from Lion King. See, I would have think
2: that you would think it's a better version of Lion King because Timon Timon and Pumbaa
0: Pumbaa. aren't in this movie. And (laughs) also, I kind of feel that way about the first Bambi a little bit in that it's like a kid who's destined to be prince and then his parent dies and then he becomes like the leader or whatever. So if anything, the Lion King ripped off Bambi?
3: Well, yes. that is just sacrilege. <laughs> um Oh yeah, so then the the my final thought was just that I feel like they whoever Bambi's dad's PR person was, they really did a good job um because in the first movie he was like a total deadbeat dad and they were trying to rebrand him in this movie and like make it make sense why he just didn't really have a relationship. I liked in the first movie how he was kind of mysterious and didn't really talk. Um And, like, that was fine, Like, we were good. But then again, if that movie never existed, this one would make more sense. It was just, like, together, I don't like them.
0: I remember this being a talking point from last time we recorded. And I agree that these movies... The worst part about this movie is that it is saddled with Bambi 1 as, like, a knowledge source beforehand. Because exactly the storyline they're trying to tell is essentially, like, the it's like the three men and a baby storyline of like a person doesn't even know they have a kid. And then the kid shows up and they're kind of like a dirt bag and they have to learn to be a better person to raise this kid or whatever. Right. But yeah, it doesn't work because we know in Bambi one that like the great prince knows Bambi exists the whole time and they don't make him like a dirt bag. He's just like a guy who's weird and has weird deer rules. I don't know dear dads don't raise their kids or whatever the fuck the rules are yeah it's just (laughs) yes
3: exactly and like they just they tried to make him like make it seem like he was there the whole time really and like was checking it and then we we know from the first one there's no real character development of bambi's dad and they even though like so this one they tried to give him that and it just doesn't make sense with the ending of the original bambi
0: Yes, and they try to imply a greater relationship with the mom, like they're in exactly. love, yes. like desperate. Yes. Yeah, that's that was the his worst great part. love, and it's like, no, you no. didn't love her and like, at he all. Didn't You didn't love know her. her name.
2: You were there for the birth of the son, like he was there for that, and then just never again. Yeah, so no, you didn't love this woman. It's silly. This
0: um, female, this woman, dear. All right, before we dive into any more of that, then though, we have to say our best performers before we can give our final rating on the movie. So, I think we should do our best performers. Um, Kylie, you can go first on your best performer.
3: Oh, jeez. Unless you Um, want one of us
0: to go first, in which case you don't have to go first.
3: uh, I don't care. I would say, I I guess it would have to be probably Bambi's dad, just for the sheer fact that he, they really tried to rebrand his image. Like, he did... All that he could with the material he was given. Yes. You know?
0: I am I am on Kylie's side. My best performer was and remains Patrick Stewart because his voice is velvet sex in this movie. Mm. Uh, it is like <laughs> chocolate <laughs> syrup going down my ear canals. Um, I wrote, I think I understand furries now. And I said I was oh. giving him a pair of golden antlers because he
2: awoke... He awoke something in you. He woke something yeah. in you. You're,
3: oh boy, something yeah. was awake in you.
2: Wow, <laughs> I didn't. I knew you liked his voice in this. I didn't know it was that wow. serious, though. <laughs> I'm into it. Well, I, uh, I, you know, Patrick Stewart has a great voice, but I, I just for for some reason his performance didn't like hit home. It, it didn't really feel like he maybe was into it as much as as mm-hmm. as I thought. So he didn't get it. I, I, I'm pulling a um. See, originally, I gave my best performer last time to Ariel Winter, which is Thumper Sister. And really, oh, that yeah. was just I, I it was kind of like when um, when La La Land won the best picture mm-hmm. and they were like, you know, actually, it was Moonlight. Yeah. So you, I'm rescinding that when because you were I don't done, even know what
0: actually Moonlight you guys what? You won. You won, you won actually, Best Performer Moonlight. Moonlight. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, exactly.
3: I don't um, remember who I said in the first one. I don't know.
0: I know it wasn't Patrick Stewart. I know I was the only one, so i oh, okay. happy. Okay.
3: Well, that- I guess my feelings have changed.
0: Whoop, whoop,
2: whoop. But um, yeah. So, so my best performer is actually the guy who voices the groundhog and the porcupine. I love the por specifically I do like the, the porcupine. porcupine.
0: The porcupine is very the good. porcupine
2: good. guy is hilarious. It's Brian Pimentel is his name. And let's see huh. if he's in other stuff. Great actually. actor. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I loved his voice. He's getting my my best performer. Oh, he is! Wow, quoted or um, credited with being a writer for Beauty and the Beast and Aladdin.
1: Oh. Uh,
2: and the 2019 Aladdin and Tarzan. He's oh, he was crew for Tarzan, art department for the new live action what the, what? Aladdin. Jesus, oh. this guy's just all yeah. over. Didn't we have
3: another Disney connection yeah. with one of the characters? Yes, two. Wasn't,
2: it's two acting credits one of them oh. is groundhog slash porcupine and bambi um and uh the second one is a goofy movie as additional voices Oh, i
0: was oh, i thought maybe the second one was gonna be uh he played the mom in moonlight who was addicted to crack but i guess that was not yeah he's
2: very yeah he's he's uh incredibly talented uh very yeah a lot of variety with his his uh talents but no i yeah do you recognize his voice from a goofy movie when you hear some additional voices in the background where you're like that's the porcupine i I,
0: when i was watching this movie and i heard the porcupine i was like wow that uh, that the addition of that voice is great so that's probably what i was thinking was additional voices so that that makes sense yeah
3: that makes sense i want to write a movie in my notes
0: i want to write a movie where one of the main characters is named additional voices so that somebody can be credited <laughs> as additional voices, but it's like the first billing. Yeah,
2: <laughs> like me, like protagonist. Yes, tenant. Yes,
0: exactly. Ugh, tenant. What a turd. Ugh, um, what a... I don't even hate tenant. I don't know why I call it a turd. It's just fine. Um, it's whatever. Kylie, what are your thoughts on
3: tenant? Um, I, I heard Robert Pattinson was in it, so I almost saw it for that, but then I heard he's not in it very much, so I didn't see it, and that's all I'd I have on I'd say
0: he's in it a decent amount, and he's kind of hot in it, so.
3: So I will be going to see Tenet tomorrow. Look at that.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe, maybe in some ways, you've already seen Tenet. Am I right? Tenet fans? Oh, yeah. You'll
2: understand when you see this <laughs>
3: oh, movie. You know what? All right. I guess likely, I have to watch that. Remember when we talked about Superman? It was so long ago, but I still have to watch Smallville tonight.
0: Yeah. Um, it's quite likely that even after watching Tenet, you won't understand because Tenet is a confusing movie and does not- Tenet oh,
2: is no. very confusing and uh, not- necessarily worth the time I wouldn't
3: okay well that's just, good to know I'll fast fine. forward it's, through some parts that's good I think I've
2: never heard anybody forward. say wow I really liked Tenet. I have I just have not oh, I know ten defenders
0: I know the 10 fenders I don't know how to fucking make that into a pun um it's fine. Real
3: quick, I found the Disney reference, and it's it, that I was talking about in yes. my notes from a month ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, Finding Nemo, he's the oh, he's Bambi, yes. right?
0: Yes, yes, that's we right. we talked about
3: that. Yes,
0: okay. he's great too. The All kid right. who voices Bambi's great, and I love Nemo. So yeah, I'm in. yeah, hell yeah, yeah. He does a great job. Oop, oop, oop. Alexander Gould. Gould. All right, guys. Ah. Um, Gould. I'm gonna speed run through my final thoughts and ranking on this movie. Uh, here are what I, here are the notes that I wrote down. I cannot stand by them 100% as modern day Scott, but this is what I felt at the time. Uh, what the fuck? This movie's good. The animation is the best we've seen in any of these movies so far. Uh, the story isn't anything new or groundbreaking, but it actually has, uh, you know, some sort of arc and build unlike the first Bambi. Uh, it feels like it has reverence for the original. Um, like how they scanned the original paintings from the movie to make the backgrounds for this movie, uh, but also wants to extrapolate on aspects of the story that just aren't there in the first. Some of the music feels pretty dated, and the Thumper siblings thing never really connects, but it all works fine for the light kind of cheesy fare that they're going for. If Bambi One is basically only worth watching because you want to vibe to some animals doing random shit in nature and coming of age, then why not get that same thing? But with a little bit more story and with Patrick Stewart's awesome voice to enhance the vibes, I gave it a 3.75 out of five at the time. A month later, having to talk about this movie a second time and being 0% interested in it. I give it a three out of five. I'm taking a full 0.75 off of that bad boy. (laughs) That is devastating. Drip <laughs> drip drops on some April flowers. Go on. Anyone Ooh. else? Give me your thoughts. Kyla,
2: you can you kinda gave some of your general thoughts already, right? Did you Yeah, did I did.
3: You... So you go ahead.
2: Oh, you can you can kind of finish oh. your thoughts and then I
3: mine uh, or... just yeah. I I think because of what I said before and how it's like one or the other can exist, but not both. Um, so I'm gonna have to give it like a Maybe like a two point three. Yeah, it's fair. I like it. Two point three. Yeah, yeah. I could, I feel like I don't. I hope that's not like yeah, too rude to. Uh, to Listen,
0: very I'm close so to sorry. my score. I think that that's a so, fair I mean, score for one of these movies for sure. Okay. Especially, yes. I always expect lower scores from our guests, based solely on like, you haven't had to watch all of them. Right? Like, yeah. You're okay. not that, like that, broken we yeah. are yeah. very
1: We
2: are clearly a little more Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> yes. with but
0: these,
2: you guys didn't like. like oh, I liked the
3: now. Aladdin sequels, and I think, didn't you guys not like that? No. We didn't
2: like Return of Jafar. Return of Jafar, I we love don't love like. King of we're, we're good on King of King Thieves. King of yes.
3: Thieves, yeah. I love. Okay. Uh, so we're on the same page. Yeah. All right. <laughs>
2: All right. My final thoughts not very Twitter-pated for this movie. um <laughs> Although there are a million bucks in this forest. I remember
0: this exact fucking thing. It feels
2: worthless. (laughs) All in all, this movie just didn't seem like a good idea to me. (laughs) By the end, I was holding on for dear life to stay awake. Most of the movie leaves a very bland taste in your mouth, like the aftertaste of an Elka seltzer. Very forgettable. 2.5 out of 5.
0: Huge twist, guys. Dean Kane's been saved because I took the gun and blew my own fucking brains out at Kyle's pun. <laughs> <laughs> Dean Kane gets to live.
3: Poor Dean Kane.
0: Oh, but guess
2: what? Uh, that's, not our la- that's not our last review because we've got a Cash's Corner that I think I forgot to do last time. Perfect.
3: <laughs> yeah, I don't remember that happening ever.
2: So, boom, we got something new. All right, bud. What movie did we just watch?
0: Bambi
2: two. Bambi two. Did you like it? Yes. What was your favorite part? Uh, when they
0: fight.
2: Yeah, that was pretty cool, wasn't
1: it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? What? What would you rate it? Uh,
2: seven one hundred. What? What? What's your rating? Seven one hundred.
1: Seven
2: one hundred. Yes. Seven hundred.
1: Yes.
2: Out of what? Out of
1: two.
2: 700 out of 2?
1: Yes.
2: That's by far your best rating. Is, that, is it your new favorite
3: movie? <laughs> yes. It is? Let me see. I'm going to see him. I'm going to see him, see him,
2: see <laughs> <What>? <laughs> up and down and up and down. <laughs> he he, he, he right together.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is a... Where were the boys? <laughs> okay.
2: Oh, yeah, okay. There it is. Checks out.
3: It yes. almost looked like he was holding a lightsaber in that.
2: <laughs> that was a recorder. We have oh, lots of recorders oh no. in my home. <laughs>
3: That's like, even better.
0: Well, Kyle is the like inventor of the tricorder technique. So that makes sense. <laughs> oh, yes. I don't think Kylie's ever seen me play three recorders Whoa, at the same time. You're missing out, Kylie. You've never seen Kyle's patented tricorder technique. I think. For the listeners at home, Kyle, can you describe the tricorder? Describe it. Yeah, the technique of playing three at once.
2: Yeah, it's uh, it's something that I practiced for years and years. Um, You open your mouth and you put three recorders into your mouth, Mm -hmm. and then you play you play three recorders. I think he's
0: underselling it, folks. Let me describe what he actually does here, which is stuffs the recorder holes with erasers (laughs) so that he can make a (laughs) chord. on two of the recorders while he plays the lead melody on the central recorder. And I think it's yes. a, it's a great strategy.
3: Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of get-
0: like an accordion.
2: Or not an accordion, a bagpipe. There we go. So okay, like I don't a think bagpipe. I've experienced
3: yeah. that. No, but that sounds delightful. I yeah. did, however, see a video. I got it the morning after my wedding of Kyle playing a ukulele. <laughs>
2: oh, yes. After- I don't... <laughs>
3: Our wedding reception which yeah. it seemed like you didn't realize that you were playing a ukulele i did time. not
2: remember that occurring <laughs> it was a very very fun wedding great wedding but yeah did not remember that uh, happening so
3: <laughs> that's what makes it so great
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> yep that's up oh, that's cash's corner yes it is
0: <laughs> yes it is cash great review um, for a great movie. Cash and I agree that this is a pretty good movie at least. Um,
2: well guess what? What? You last time you had the game for us, John. I remember it being a good game, wasn't it? A good game. Uh, I think I described
0: cool, it? it as our worst game ever, so. Oh, that's okay. Good. Uh, <laughs> it, the, our last game, I have it here still. It was called Dear Johns, and it was a bunch of letters of characters breaking up with their boyfriends from movies and you had to guess what movie it was yeah it was fun it was unique well guess what i you told me that
2: like 30 minutes before yep. we started recording that we didn't have a game so i've got a new game that's not as interesting but guess what we're gonna play or i should say you and kylie are gonna play <laughs> truth or dear oh
3: nice. i tried so hard oh. Deer. To
0: get you out of having to play a game, Kylie. I thought I'd get you out of here faster, but Kyle said no, it's happening. No, I'm I mean, always
3: I'm always game for a gear. A game this game. is
0: <laughs> this is can't beat Kylie. So Scott, if you beat
2: Kylie, you get a hundred bucks, but not a hundred dollars. I get a hundred male 100 deer bucks. that are gonna bucks. show up to my yeah.
3: home. Delivered to your door you, unfortunately,
2: you, Kyle, you Kylie, you will have to provide those hundred bucks Did you guys ever watch I'll find so
0: there's like a, an Animaniacs Christmas or something like that, short mm. or movie. I just remember they uh-huh. do that same joke where one of the characters wishes for like a thousand bucks and then they just get run over by like a <laughs> thousand deer. <laughs> and I just remember That's that being good. funny. Yeah. Okay. Go
2: on. Okay. So <laughs> in spirit of can't beat Kylie, you have to actually beat her. You can't. You can't tie. Okay. So if you tie, then she wins. Damn. And so Ooh. this is essentially there's no there's no dare. It's truth or D- the name deer. is Truth or Deer, but really these are just five facts about deer yeah. that I quickly looked mm-hmm. up, and you have to say is it truth or is it deer, <laughs> aka false. Okay. So I can. Do um, that. So I guess I'll just read it, and then whoever you let, let's do the buzz thing, and then you'll answer. Okay. and I guess um, so. I have to like say and buzz. You can't. Yeah. Yeah, and and you okay. can't steal. Because like then there's only two answers. So you could it's, do it's,
0: we each give our answer and that's that's what we should yes. do. Yes. That's exactly we each what we answer do. in that way okay. it's like if we have a different answer, that will put one person in the lead. You know? Like, okay. Perfect. Love it. Okay. So yeah. Because well, I will be so motivated them, and then to not tie with her. So I will give different answers than her because I don't want to lose. So yeah. Right.
2: Got it. Oh. Okay. Good. This Strategy. is a, it's all coming together. Yes. All right. So, truth or deer, first, first fact here. Out of the seven continents of the world, deer are present in six of them.
1: Buzz?
0: What do you
2: guys think? I don't think we don't buzz. Think we you don't have to say I buzz. I think we just give our You can say it if you want now. to. It doesn't mean anything,
0: <laughs> okay. though. Okay. So,
3: <laughs> I won't say it then. <laughs> can I say Buzz
0: Lightyear of Star Command instead? I think we should say that instead of Buzz when we buzz in.
2: <laughs> yes, we should.
0: I'm, There's saying, no I'm
3: saying false. I, I don't know. I'm so Kylie
0: false. says false. What do you say, Scott? Well, in the interest of trying to gain an early lead, I'm going to say truth.
2: <laughs> Out of seven continents, deer are present in six. That is a truth.
1: Uh,
0: deer are in six of the uh, seven continents. She- do you
2: know which one the deer are not in?
0: Uh, I'm going to go ahead and guess Africa? Antarctica. They are not present. Yes,
2: Antarctica. <laughs> yes, that's uh, it. That so. makes more
0: sense. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually... That's not true because reindeer probably live in Antarctica, right? I mean... That's... Done, is no, that the I don't south think anything pole? really lives down where in Antarctica. The, yeah, that'd be the south. What the fuck? Where's the North Pole? What is that in? That's just the
2: Arctic. You're talking about the North yeah, Pole? Yeah, but
0: where is... What continent is that part of?
2: It's just... I think it's... the It might be like like Asia. Is like it? Just, okay. It's oh, part of enough. Asia. I don't think it's its own deal. It's
0: weird that... The Antarctic is a continent, but not the Arctic. You know, am I crazy?
2: Yeah, it's, I don't know. Right. I feel like the Arctic is like way, way smaller, but who knows? I don't know anything. It's
0: just funny.
3: There's this flat. Anyway. It's only
0: funny to me, I guess, because like Antarctic is like we took Arctic and added a modifier to it, which would make you think that it's like the <laughs> secondary. You know, like yeah. yeah, but it's apparently the well. Bigger, it, the one. Arctic
2: is. I mean, that's where Santa's up in the Arctic, of course. So. Mm. And the Earth is flat, as Kylie says. So
0: you're right. <laughs> All right. All right, Scott,
2: you're up. You're up one All point. Right, perfect. One and point point now, because of the... my
0: genius design, I will say the same answer as Kylie every time, and I will win no matter what.
3: Oh my gosh, that's so <laughs> <No>. devious.
0: <laughs> so this devious, you mean? <laughs> so devious. devious. Okay,
2: whatever. Okay. Scott, you have one point on a, on a, deer. a deer. You know, like it. You have a I have
0: one point deer. on the deer scale. Oh, that nice. We all know nice, about. Yes.
3: nice. I liked that.
0: I
2: didn't okay, like it. So I fucking hated it. I guess, Scott, if, yeah, whatever. If you want to actually play, then you could actually, play, but whatever. Okay. Next one. It takes a fawn anywhere between 12 and 48 hours to take its first steps. Is that a truth or a deer?
0: I'm going to go first. How about I have to how about we have to switch off yes, who answers that's good. first? So oh, I that's love it. Just okay. it.
2: love game design as we are playing the game.
0: It makes, <laughs> I'm going to say false. I'm going to say false just cuz that seems like it's too long for an animal in the wild to take its first steps.
3: Oh, okay. Well, I was going to go with truth anyway, so that's good.
2: It is a deer. Fawns can walk within 30 minutes of being born.
1: Boom!
0: Baby!
3: Wow. Scott
2: is up two points. He's got a two point deer. Yeah,
0: baby.
3: What if humans could do that? That'd be wild. It would be.
0: But then isn't it like, isn't the whole thing with humans that like, we're too smart to fully develop in the womb like that. Cause our heads will get too big and like fucking kill our moms when we're being born. Basically like our, what isn't it? Like our brains in order, like we come out useless because our brains have so much more to develop. If we develop to our full potential in the womb, it would be like too hard to birth. Isn't that the whole deal? Oh. Yeah. So that's probably an evolutionary yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's, mm. that's what I always thought it was. Cause it's like you see animal babies and it's like, oh, it's born and it can walk and fend for itself in like a day. Yeah. But humans take like fucking five years before they're worth it. Because our skulls are massive. Yes. Yeah.
1: Mm.
2: Makes sense. A birth, I've delivered lots of babies, never thought about it.
0: Who's so. the real doctor here, Myra? <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right. Truth or deer? Question number or uh, fact number three. Or maybe it's not truth. Who knows? But let's (laughs) see.
0: Yeah.
2: The largest deer species. (laughs) I forgot. The largest deer species was the Irish giant deer, which went extinct 11,000 years ago. (laughs) Reaching seven feet tall at the shoulder, the Irish deer's antlers could span 12 feet. Is that a truth or is that a deer?
3: Mm. I'm just going to say truth.
0: I, I guess I'll do the same. I really don't know how to read the fact that Kyle was laughing the whole time you read the question. <laughs> <I> <laughs> uh, it's because I found these so
2: fast and I put him on there and I forgot that I just was like, well,
0: I'm, Yeah. I'm going to say truth as well, I guess. It, it's a truth. All right, cool. It's a truth.
2: I was just like, That's ridiculous. I just want to read that. So it <laughs> copy and paste. <laughs> it that's one
0: thick. Intimidating deer. Yeah.
2: So I guess you will both get a point for that. Yeah. yeah so so Scott has a three point deer and Kylie, you have a one point. Deer.
0: I have. To oh get, yeah, I'm
3: in the game. You I have to done. get the so
2: there are two, two wrong. questions left. Yeah. I have to get them wrong, and Kylie has to get questions. them right. Ooh. Yeah. So so Scott, you still have to answer first yes. here.
3: So, okay. Sorry, I'll go out okay. here.
2: Two Got more. It.
0: No, no, no. I think we're just okay. going alternating. We were going back and forth, so you weren't wrong to answer first. That
3: time. okay? Don't worry.
2: But I feel like Scott should go first. If you're in the lead, you answer sure. first. Sure, makes right? sense.
1: Makes I like sense. it.
2: Okay, sure. So here we go. Yeah, this game's well deer designed. have a wide vision angle of 180 degrees. Uh,
0: I'm gonna say I'm gonna say truth. They can see right. I don't know. They have to. There's hunters. Fuck it, truth.
3: That makes sense. But I'm gonna go false, just in the spirit of.
0: Yeah, you you have to answer differently than me to win. I have to. That is a deer because deer
2: have a wide vision angle of three hundred and ten degrees. What the fuck? Because their eyes are on the sides of their heads.
1: Oh, they're like fish. Yeah. So yeah,
2: they have a huge. Oh, one hundred eighty degrees is human.
0: You know, if you have a vision of three hundred and ten degrees, you also have one of one hundred and eighty degrees. So, yeah. I mean, oh yeah, that's true. Okay. <laughs>
2: well, as the game runner, I don't I don't care. Whatever.
0: <laughs> I'd like to issue a so, challenge to the game master.
2: <laughs> so Scott has a three-point deer and <gasps> Kylie oh my God. has a has a two-point deer. <gasps> dun, dun, if Kylie dun. gets this, it gets a point and Scott does not, then it is a tie game which goes to Kylie.
3: <gasps> Sorry, I'm testing out to see if I really have a hundred and eighty degree vision. <laughs>
2: <laughs> You're just sitting there with your eyes wide open.
3: Yeah, like putting my hand out to the side. Mm -hmm. Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) Okay, Mm -hmm. here it is. Checks
3: out. Looks like I do.
2: The last question here: In North America, deer are considered the number one threat to humans among all mammals.
1: Mm.
0: Does that include (sighs) other
1: humans?
2: No, I I think we're talking about threats to humans. Right. Well, a human can be a human
0: is a mammal and can be a threat to a human. So yes,
2: that is that is a good clarification. (laughs)
1: So
2: I I will clarify that one.
0: I'm going to say truth because it sounds like a weird thing that might be true and because i don't care that much so it does
3: <laughs> i read this thing once and it was like mosquitoes were the number one thing but that's not really a mammal so yeah, i'm pretty sure not
0: doesn't... even a little bit of mammal a uh, mosquitoes.
3: no so i don't know what the answer is So i guess i'll just go false to go different <laughs>
0: It is a truth.
2: Deer are the biggest oh. threat to humans among all mammals. And I think that's probably legit. Like them running into cars and yeah. stuff. That seems, you know? No, that
3: seems like it makes sense. Mm. Like people aren't getting like attacked by sharks or bears every day, but probably hitting deer a lot.
2: Yeah. So Scott, you win. Woo. You get a hundred bucks. Yes. Hundred deer. Woo provided by Kylie. I'll give you my address
0: after so. the show, Kylie. I don't yeah. want people to
3: <laughs> I will get you, I will let you watch 100 more times of B- Bambi 2. Can- yes. <laughs> there are 100. Can bucks we make it can we right make there. it
0: 33 more times cuz there's at least 3 bucks in the movie?
3: Uh, okay, that's yeah, fair. There, that's
0: There's fair. great Prince Bambi and Rano. So that's, you know, I think that's <laughs> <laughs> good. Okay.
2: There is a bonus question. <gasps> That you guys can answer together or separately. Okay. Just whoever, yeah, just, I All don't right. know. It's just a bonus All question. Right. I don't have any Fine. real whatever. But in, so here's the bonus question, including Rudolph, how many sets of antlers are there in Santa's sleigh, in the reindeer pulling Santa's sleigh? Sets? How many sets of antlers? Sets of antlers? So like
0: like one yeah. one so one each, reindeer each would be reindeer one has seven. a set, yeah, I think so nine nine is there not are there eight reindeer without Rudolph or are there seven without Rudolph including Rudolph How many? yeah, sets I know. Are there? I just can't I, hold on. there's go Donner Blitzen, vixen, Comet Cupid Dasher Blitzen. You know Dasher and
3: You know Dasher and Dancer and Common and Vixen Cupid. or something. You know Vixen, <laughs> Dasher Common and Dancer and Cupid and, 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 and another and one and another. Cuker. But do you recall the most famous number nine, Rudolph? Is he right? number
0: nine? Then I guess there's nine sets, right? Nine sets. You got it right. Damn, all right,
2: we
1: did it. Yeah. Cool. I was
2: hoping to maybe trip trip somebody up and start thinking. Well, there's a there's two of them. I think there's two of them that are female and a female reindeer. Are there are females? Oh. And they do. Does Santa have female reindeer? Uh, Vixen. Is Vixen a female? Oh, Dasher, Dancer, impressive. Prancer, Vixen, Comet, Cupid, Donner, Blitzen. I think that Vixen... Is Vixen supposed to be female? Yeah. So female, female reindeer have antlers. Since when? So Since I, I was... when is...
0: Where does it define that Vixen is female, though? I'm just curious. I just... I don't know. Maybe. I mean... I mean, the name certainly that doesn't... I, know. I mean, it is like a term used for women traditionally but i've never i guess i've just never looked into the lore of santa's <laughs> reindeer
2: science says Sant- santa's reindeer are actually all female
0: is that true including
2: hmm. rudolph that's from people.com wow according to science Wow. whatever that
0: is supposed <laughs> they to be go- they, they asked science himself <laughs>
3: they asked the science perfect wow
0: um we're going to have to do some
2: digger, d- deeper digging to figure out which ones are female and male. But, um, yes. And I don't know. Maybe they don't. Maybe, maybe they don't identify as male and female. Who knows? That's a very... I don't think that can. is a great point because... I don't <laughs> think animals can comprehend that, but...
0: I think, though, but we're talking about the reindeer. Santa's reindeer are more intelligent than the average animal, are they not?
3: Yeah, they're magic. Yeah.
0: Are they? I don't they
2: can fly. They fly. I mean, okay, in like the Santa Claus 2, they can speak.
3: Yeah. To I mean, you Rudolph know. can
0: talk in his movie. They all can talk. So mm-hmm. no, That's true. So yeah, yeah, I don't know. I think they were all I boys in the in the Rudolph the Red nosed Reindeer movie. Who why are we still talking about this? We're done. <laughs> we're done. Next <laughs> week we're watching Brother Bear 2. Here's the trailer. Listen to it. Coming soon on video and DVD.
2: Need it.
1: She's the girl. I used to know. Uh, who needs girls? The legend of Brother Bear continues in an all-new movie. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and these guys How's it going, eh? Beauty, eh? Still
1: don't have a clue.
0: It's that time of year, eh? Spring fever. Yeah, you know, like the birds yeah, and the and bees. and the sets. <laughs> Bye! Oh, we gotta go work out. Yeah, gotta keep these muscles real buff, eh? Come so on!
1: No matter how hard they try to get along. <laughs> we're
0: still getting a brush up from
1: those moose
2: ends. So we thought we'd appeal to their olfactory senses. Ew. <laughs> I got news for you,
0: little brother. That wasn't mud.
2: <laughs> uh. Guys and girls are totally different animals. bravery That's what really impresses the
1: ladies. Oh. Everything for himself. Oh! Act like we're not here.
2: That went well.
1: <laughs> From the Great North comes a new adventure.
3: You are the wisest shaman. Shaw-woo-man. Okay? Wise and man don't even belong in the same sentence.
1: Brother Bear 2. I'm a hoofman. Yours are nice and shiny. <laughs>
0: <laughs> man. Why didn't I think of that? Now on Disney DVD. Boy, howdy, guys! That was a great trailer for Brother Bear too, wasn't it? Didn't you love it? <laughs> yeah. That was, that
3: was. That sounds great.
0: Wow! Can't wait to watch it. I've never seen Brother Bear, so I guess this coming week I have to watch <laughs> oh, fucking crap, Brother I have Bear. to watch Brother Bear. <laughs> yeah, Brother Bear too. Can't wait. Kylie, thank you for joining us on this podcast.
3: Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It was—I think this one beats out our first. one. I hope so.
0: Sure. I'm actually—I'm going to delete my audio, and we're going to do a third round because I think <laughs> it's going to be better.
3: <laughs> I hope we do. There's nothing more I'd rather talk about than we're going to the sequel to Bambi. We're gonna Bam. We're going to do
0: Bambi Three and complete the trilogy. <laughs> Bambi Three.
3: <laughs> wow.
0: You know, if you smush the two eyes that make the Roman numeral two in Bambi Two up against Bambi. It looks like a Roman numeral three. Oh, it does. <laughs> Bam oh. three.
3: Bam three. <laughs> I'm so excited for that. Kylie, uh,
0: do you have anything you want to plug anywhere to tell people to find you or listen to you or anything?
3: Um, I'll just say you can listen to me on uh, K105. It's 105.1 FM radio in Fort Wayne Um, every morning from 6 to 10 weekdays. And then also you can listen online uh, from wherever you are at K105FM.com,
2: beautiful. And you have to get up in like what two hours to get ready for that?
3: Uh <laughs> oh, yeah, it'll be fine. I got Bambi on the brain, so I'm I'm good to go. Perfect.
0: I hope you I hope you talked about doing this podcast last time, and now you get to talk about it again. I'm.
3: I did, and like, so like we talked about it on air, and I was like, "Oh yeah." So I was recording this podcast last night. I said like I'm going to be, then I said I did do it, and then the next day I was like, "So yeah, TBD when it's coming oops. out." Oops.
0: Uh, well, this time it'll be out um, in like a week, basically like eight days. Yeah, yeah. We're we're not yeah. over as over schedules we normally. November third.
3: Yeah. Okay sweet
0: <gasps> all right well then kyle uh, that should do it for this week's episode right i think so perfect then let's pop out the tape and turn off the tv if you're listening you like what you hear please remember to rate review and subscribe also please remember to follow us on social media at made for tv podcast that's at made the number four tv podcast thank you to chris rats about for our theme song thank you to maggie for our artwork until next time i'm scott i'm kyle That's my bleeding. I don't know. I don't know how to end this. Who cares? It's over. The end. Baby 2, done. Forever.